think we've been a very yeah. anti-Drake podcast as of uh-huh. late. So let, let's take a moment of reflection real quick, okay? Have we been anti-Drake? We have been anti-Drake. You know why? We called him a ghost rider. We called him a biter. We said he lost the beef against Pusha T. We said he corny. We said he lame. We said this, that, and the third. But he a pedophile. We, yeah, we said that. <laughs> no, y'all said, said that. that he, hey, no, I remember saying. No, that. we we brought it up. And you researched it, and you couldn't believe it. Oh, remember yeah, it was the girl from yeah. Stranger Things? Yep. They're just friends. That's weird. <laughs> no. but we, I got to revisit gotta, that. We, we got to take a time to reflect real quick and uh, give appreciation to Drake, especially for this classic mixtape, which turned 10 years old as of this week. And this hard-ass song with Bum B and Lil Wayne. Uh, what was y'all's favorite song on this? This one for me. For real? What was yours? I agree. Really? Yeah. I have to look at the track list. That was so quick. Yeah. Best I ever had. Successful. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Yeah, I love Houston. Huh? All that. Successful with Trey songs. Yeah. All that. So. Is Say What's up. Real on here? Yes. It oh, is. wow. So, what? what hmm. And also, he did apparently clear the sample. Because that song is on this Kanye one, yeah, yeah, it's that's on, what I'm. Mm. Yeah. So, and also for people who don't know, uh, Drake did upload this podcast, not this podcast, this mixtape on all streaming services to celebrate the 10th anniversary of So Far Gone, the mixtape that launched him into superstardom, to which he has still yet to come down. <laughs> so. Uh, Drake and other OVO associates I might stumble across this podcast <laughs> We are a pro Drake podcast At least for this episode So so this this um, mixtape Was like LeBron's First or second year early on And then right now he's like the LeBron This mixtape was like LeBron coming out of high school what? Okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Okay. It was like him that. coming out of high school. Like he wasn't in the majors yet, but, but he we was knew still, he was. Yeah. He was the phenom. Exactly. And his his first album was like his first couple of years with the Cavaliers. Okay. Know? I got it. So yeah. So okay. we got, we got a LeBron and a Drake yeah. <laughs> riding in on the first segment. <laughs> so enough of that. All right, Drake. We appreciate you. That's enough. Oh yeah, I forgot the gunshots and the air horn. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Do we have to start every podcast like this? I thought it was a good idea at first. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, losing my motivation to do it, mm-hmm. but whatever. Anyway, uh, welcome back to the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all. Um, I am Ryan Rocket, and we have a lot to talk about today, so let's get right into it. I am joined, as always, by my boy, the man, Hardest working man in radio still growing out the dreads about to look like uh uh I don't know what you what are you gonna look like with dreads? I don't know, man? man. I don't know. I just wanted to grow out a little bit, put it in a uh, man bun. You gonna just put mess it in around a man with, bun? I would if it was long enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would. Well, but uh, on that note, what you been up to, man? Uh, I've been chilling, man. Just working hard, working hard, and working more hard. Um, yeah, that's all. Okay. <laughs> it, oh, we're also joined by the lovely Jasmine, who's also she might be the hardest working yeah, female she, in radio. I now, think she got me beat. She no, she definitely she does, got man. me beat. Yeah, man. We, we don't be staying here till fucking midnight. So yeah, she got us. She got us all beat. Oh, who, 
whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh she's, okay. she's she's Miss Professional now, so she can't talk uh, about her <laughs> job and uh, you know, yeah. all the personal stuff anymore. Yeah. But Jasmine joins us as well. Jasmine, how you doing, girl? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited for the weekend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Glad to about, be here. Tell us about uh, Travis Scott. I know you scrambled to see his show on um, Wednesday, I think it was. Yeah, it was on Wednesday. Oh, yes. No, it was Tuesday. You was asking us. Yeah. Tuesday I was. Yeah, Tuesday I was. You were about to risk it all for some Travis Scott tickets. Man, <laughs> Tuesday so, wasn't looking good. Yeah. But, so how did you come across tickets? Um, A friend. Well, we kind that's the thing. I always, you got to speak it into existence. I always had hope that I was going to have the, get some at least. Cause that's how the way normally they, uh, it happens. And I have a friend, I have a connection and he'll get them like super last minute and he'll call me last minute. But I just, I'm always prepared. Okay. But Travis, you know, just got to speak it into existence. That one we had to actually force it into existence, but it happened. Did that you have to show a little leg? Right. Or? No, no, <laughs> no. We just actually pay for these. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We just okay. actually pay for these this okay. time. So, but it was great. We we were pretty high up at first, but we ended up going down. Uh, there were people that were rushing the stage, rushing to the floor, and it, I we panicked. I was with Ashley, and we ended up in a lower section, mm-hmm. closer, almost to the floor. But crowd surfing did not happen this time, guys. Okay. Um, stay tuned. Before 2020, I will mm-hmm. have crowd surfed and told you all about it. So. Okay, well, good luck. I hope it all works out for you and you yeah. don't get perverts grabbing <laughs> everywhere. Nah, yeah. I, got, I, I feel like I got <laughs> it kind of figured out, you yes. know? Okay. But anyways, uh, yeah, no, the concert was nice. It was not, It was the same set as Astro World Fest. Okay. So um, I definitely noticed that. And But otherwise, it was still great. And then he got the key to the city at the end of the night. Yeah, I saw I that saw too. It. Yeah, so, and they, they're bringing back another amusement park. Because of him, then okay, Let, let's pump. The are we? Are we? Are quick. we not? Yeah, I was, that? No, I was about to say, was that like a real amusement park? They're bringing back for good, or is it just for the Astro Fest? No, Astro I Fest? thought I was under the impression that it's like for good, like another Astro World in a sense. Maybe they're, not they're, titled Astro World. They're but. bringing back a, a, an amusement park in Houston. It's not going to be Astro World, and. I doubt Travis Scott was the inspiration of bringing an amusement park to the fourth largest city in the country. Let's be real. <laughs> it, it, okay. He could have been the inspiration. Okay. Now, do he? Yeah. It, it could have been something like, you know, Jay Z bringing him next to Brooklyn, where he was kind of like, yes. you know, the face of it. But yes, he had a 0.00001% share of it. <laughs> but we are a pro Jay Z podcast. So let me, let me stop that. <laughs> We're also joined by Ash. Oh, oh, my bad. My bad. Are you? Did you have something to say? I know. Jasmine. Ashley in the building. Yeah. I, I wanted to shout her out, but she's like secretive like it's Jasmine. So nasty. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> okay. I can't even see her because I'm this monitor in my face. But <laughs> Miss Brown, if you nasty on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, so Jasmine, besides uh, Travis Scott, what else is going on? Everything good? Everything straight? Yeah, everything's everything good. Right? Everything's right. been straight. And big shout out to Jasmine for bringing us some. She did bring us taco food. cabana. I'm mm. really hungry, beer. so tacos yeah. and beer. I yeah. wonder why. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else going on? Uh, I was gonna say something, but I forgot. So let's get into topics, y'all. A lot of stuff to talk about and not a whole lot of time. So we're going to run through a few things real quick. Number one, the Grammys. 
Yes. They happened. Hmm. And now this was a close to a week ago, so nobody gives a shit anymore. So let's kind of quickly go through our thoughts on the uh, the Grammy ceremony itself. Um, let's go over the top winners. Um, of course, we know Cardi B became the first female to win Best Rap Album. Controversially, and we'll get into that in a little bit, other notable hip-hop wins. Um, this is America won Record of the Year and Song of the Year, the first hip-hop song to do so in both categories. Um, what else happened? Uh, I can't even find rap now. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Best rap performance was a tie, but Kendrick, J-Rock, Future, and James Blake all won Grammys for King's Dead. Uh, God's Plan won Best Rap Song, mm-hmm. and that's about it for the categories we give a shit about. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, and her, H-E-R. Um, is it her? Because yeah. it's, okay, whatever. Anyway, the, her won yeah. Best R&B Album. For an EP, but whatever. Yeah. LMA won Best R&B Song for Booed Up. And her won again for Best R&B Performance. So she won two Grammys. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I, I see the Carters won, too. Oh, yeah, I, they I don't did. Think, yeah. yeah, they did. Best Urban Contemporary Album. Mm-hmm. I don't think people really care. Uh, I don't think they really care about that category. Yeah. And neither of them showed up. So you could tell they didn't yeah. get shit. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we all watched the Grammys. Yes. What did y'all think about these wins? What did y'all think about the ceremony itself and just your general thoughts? I thought that Alicia Keys was she looked beautiful, but mm. for one, I thought that she was <laughs> Wait a up, I thought that she was um up there living her best life, checking off boxes on her bucket list because she seemed to be um I don't know, I I Normally, aren't the hosts kind of funny? I guess she had a diff- different twist on it. She was more singy, and I was expecting her to be um, more of a host than in a lot of the acts or singing. And it just seemed like she was extremely high. Seemed <laughs> like she was up there living her best life high and just um, enjoying all of the people that she was introducing and performing with. Because she ended up performing with a few acts, I thought. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's talk I don't about know it. if that was planned. Like, I imagine it had to have been planned, but I don't know. I was I don't know what I was expecting her um, host experience to be like. I don't know what I was expecting from her. That's a good starting point. Let's talk about Alicia Keys real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a love hate relationship with Alicia Keys. Honestly, <laughs> sometimes I think she's the most annoying woman ever on Earth. Mm. <laughs> Other times I think she's a really talented and cool artist with yeah. a decent personality. Um, when she came out, I hated her. Did you? I, I, the, she dr- came out dressed like she just rolled out of bed with the headscarf and the robe on to start. the. And she stayed in that outfit for a good 20 minutes. Yeah, no, because I wondered if she was going to. Yeah. I think someone said did. it. Yeah. And the crazy thing is she looked super good on the red carpet. Mm-hmm. She looked yeah. like the host of the Grammys on the red carpet. Yeah. Then she came out and invited Michelle Obama and every <laughs> other female, like Lady Gaga. It looked like the Power Rangers out there on some mile no. And uh they they gave this corny speech about I don't even know what they were talking about. 
mm-hmm. what music means to them. Oh, yeah. And I, I already wanted to shoot myself in the head <laughs> at that point. But mm. as the night went on, um, I did enjoy her performance when she brought out the two pianos and started covering other, other people's songs. Mm-hmm. I thought that was dope. And all in all, I thought she had a solid run as a Grammys host. Figgy, what you think about her? Um, I thought she did a better job. Um, when I found out she was hosting it, I was kind of like, why? Because um, typically, uh, I can't say that word, man, for some reason. Typically? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. But um, usually um, when they have host, host these type of award shows, it's usually like a um, comedian or somebody funny who can do funny shit. Yeah. And when they say Alicia Keys, I'm like, we kind of don't even know Alicia Keys' personality. Is she funny or is she even is she even a good host? Because I never mm-hmm. seen her host anything. But um, like you said, it was a little weird coming out the first. Wow, my sister over there. I see you. She, wow, I think that's what it was. I wow. don't know her personality. It was a bunch of that's hey, awesome. yeah. <laughs> you know the vibes is great. <laughs> that's hey. why I thought she was kind of high or just like. I see you over there, Blue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just so great to be in the building. Got my got my ladies in here. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was kind of cute, but um uh, <laughs> I'm glad she was she wasn't trying to be extra. You know how some people try to be funny. Yeah. She had a couple jokes where it's kind of like it wasn't really funny. Ain't nobody really laughed. Yes. But <laughs> I thought um when she brought out the um when she brought out the ladies, mm-hmm. um, I had no problem with that. But I thought the people she brought to me, I, I thought it was kind of weird with her bringing Lady Gaga out with the rest of the uh other chicks. Why is that? Because she white? Yeah. I I, I don't know. You I thought just they was gonna have all black no, women up there. No, no. I, not On the that. Grammys. Yeah, it was just weird. Uh who was the ladies? You had Michelle Obama, you had um I forgot who else. Uh, Lady Gaga. I don't remember anybody else on the stage yeah, I, for yeah, some reason. Yeah, I don't either. Who else was up there? Ladies. I don't remember this part. As fellow black women, y'all yeah. have to document these things. I don't remember this part, to be honest. Okay. I may not have seen it. It was, it was like the, at the very beginning. Yeah, okay. I missed but, a few minutes. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I feel like Lady Gaga was the odd one out. <laughs> she kind of gave, um, gave the mental health speech yes so uh i was i, I was jada pinkett was up there yeah why what do you mean why? i kind of get that it was the grammys yeah that, and, that's yeah. the part that kind of made it weird too because um well she had a didn't she have a rock group at one point in time a rock group yeah jada pinkett yes didn't she? I don't think, I ain't, nah. Nah, I don't I'm going to Google it because I'm pretty sure she did at one point in time. Yeah, but I was kind of confused on, you know, like I said, you had Lady Gaga, you had Jada Pickett, you had Michelle Obama. So I'm thinking, like, what do all these women have in common? Like, what are they about They're to say? They're women. Yeah. Wasn't that, J-Lo up there, too? J-Lo, I can't J-Lo was yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah she J- did. Yeah, J-Lo was up there. We got to talk about her in a minute, too. She yeah. was in Wicked Wisdom. It was a new metal band from Los Angeles formed by Jada Pickett Smith. Okay. What that was year 2002. was that? 2002. Okay. Yeah, but um so it it was kind of weird trying to figure out why are they up there outside of they're all women. Yes. And um I don't know, I just, it was kind of weird seeing Lady Gaga up there with them. I could yes. I could see Jada Pickett and um Alicia Keys because they kind of that. Mhm. 
strong black woman type thing. <laughs> J Lo, I get it because she's a uh, you know she's a minority. She been in hip hop and you know in the urban spotlight for a little bit. Oh, okay, but then the Lady Gaga that's that's why the Lady Gaga kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, but I get it if they was all um, they're talking about music. Their love for music. Lady Gaga annoyed the hell out of me, too. This, because her performance? She act, not just that, but the fact that when she won that award, she acted like it was her first time ever winning an award ever. And she was so grateful and thankful. And that she, like, okay, you're a megastar. She's won multiple Grammys. This should be nothing <laughs> new to her. She was acting like she was 16 years old and it was her first time winning a Grammy. That's her, It though. was, a little, it was yeah. a little bit extra I feel like that's for Lady her. Gaga. I don't know. No? I, I thought it was a little bit extra on her part. She ain't had to oversell it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that's like her person. That, like that's what she's, that's why she's loved. It could be. Yeah. Could yeah. be. Yeah. But outside of that, um, I did like the part when Alicia Keys was playing the piano. That To me, that was probably her highlight. Mm-hmm. Um, Outside of that, man, I thought she did an eye job. If 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 didn't feel like she was the host. It yeah. felt like the Grammys didn't have a host. That's what maybe that's what it was for me too. I, I don't know her personality, so I didn't know. I felt like all those good vibes you were saying. I felt like she was high and just living her best life. And then it felt like there wasn't really a host because she was just kind of all like whatever. She was just kind of free. Yeah, like it, there was no real structure in a sense, like. I don't know. It seemed, and it, for the longest, it seemed like they didn't even introduce any awards or give away any awards for the longest time. And I don't that's know. That's usually if, how it goes. That's what I was yeah. going to say. And I don't know if it's too because I just haven't watched the Grammys in a while. So mm-hmm. I'm not used to how hosts are normally supposed to be yeah. on the Grammys. But I thought, too, like they're supposed to normally be a little funny or tell a little, you know, tell a little joke here yeah. and there. The one thing I missed, though, was uh, the one thing she really didn't do was, uh, you know, our host start to show off, they talk a little bit. Yeah. Then they kinda look in the crowd and start talking about people in the crowd. They mm-hmm. sit they share their jokes. Like, oh, what's up, Rick Ross? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um we just had Wingstop last night. Blah yeah. blah. They kinda say something funny and they kinda pit people in the crowd. She really she I mean, I ain't expect her to do that, but she was very self deprecating to be honest. Yeah. She talked about the time she didn't win in a Grammy. Yeah. She lost to John Mayer. Yeah. And mm. corny ass John Mayer broke his broke Grammy it. and gave it to her. Yeah. Then and he came out. Yeah. He yeah. talked she talked about the song she wished she wrote and all that stuff. Yeah. So it was it was kind of a humble, self deprecating yeah. uh, hosting gig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But outside of that, I felt like I I felt like she didn't do a bad job. Okay. But the um I I guess with me working in radio and all this other stuff with in production. I see a lot of st- uh, shit that shouldn't have happened. Like, remember the one time where uh, I think, um, I'm not sure if it was supposed to go to the commercial break or yeah. what. But oh, yeah, and she was talking up there. You- yeah, and you could see, like, the production people mm-hmm. trying to move her to the other side. And then she was looking in front of the camera, and yeah. she was kind of like, yeah, yeah, all right. All right, now, um, yeah. for this award. So that kind of made me cringe. I think that was more of the production part of me. Yeah. I- I'm sure people probably didn't care about that, but. That was the only part that was kind of like, ugh. Yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, other headlines. One of the biggest things that happened that night, um, when uh, Cardi B, of course, won Best Rap Album, mm-hmm. not everybody was excited by this news, apparently. Especially yeah. your favorite singer, 
Jasmine, Ariana Grande. <laughs> she was very upset because, uh, as we all know, Mac Miller was nominated mm-hmm. and he did not win. Yeah. Even though they flew his, uh, apparently his uh, family went out. Yeah. Um, and she was upset. She expressed this frustration on Twitter. She said literal trash, bullshit. <laughs> they flew his family out, et cetera, et cetera. She later clarified and said that she wasn't talking about Cardi B. Well, yeah, herself. no. Yeah, no, I thought the reason why people were upset is because she failed to clarify. She just said trash or like yeah. bullshit and just left it at that. Yeah. And then she came back and later said why she was saying Yeah. that's what caused the uproar. True. Yeah. To be fair, she had a point, in my opinion. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I, Mac yeah. Miller should have won Best Rap Album. Uh, I, I, I do think that people would have felt a certain way about it if it happened. Yeah. But I would assume most people just didn't hear that album. Mm-hmm. And that's why they felt that way. But see, do you think, um, like your personal opinion, just mm-hmm. off the album, do you think that was the best rap album of those nominated? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. And see, like we all should know the Grammys don't even work like that because I think it's more than just oh what the album sound like. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of the person. Um, I guess the impact that album had, and to me, I, I love the album. But I don't like I'm not mad that Cardi B won because I felt like that album had the most impact out of all of all of the albums. Maybe it could be close to Astro World, but I feel like her album made the most sense to win. It what it, to me that wasn't the best album in the um in the category, but I wasn't mad that it won. I kind of understand it from a Grammy's point of view. Mm-hmm. I don't think they never gave the best actually the best album. Uh, album of the year. What happened when they chose Beck over Beyonce? That was the album of the year, though. So, so you're saying that their standards changed based on the category? No, no. I'm saying for this best rap album. Yeah. I think they... I they don't went think, by what made the most impact rather than the best rap to, album. To me, to me, that's... I think that's what it was to me. But that sounds like what sold more, basically. What had the I mean, most impact? But I mean, then goes back to my argument about when Beck won over Beyonce. Yeah, that, nobody I'm, bought that Beck album. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not sure about that, but I'm saying off of this best rap album right now. Like, if we read these albums off right now, mm-hmm. which one had the most? I mean, which one had the most impact? Which which one? Uh, which is the one people was talking about the most? And I feel like the Cardi B is the one that stick out out of all of them. Yeah, even won. though I don't think that's the best one, but I would I would probably say that's the last one. <laughs> my personal opinion. Yeah, but I, I I see why they did it, and they did it. I think strictly from a uh, marketing point of view because we're talking about it. We wouldn't be talking about Pusha T if he won. In the hood, we would, but people probably wouldn't care about it. Yeah, maybe I do Mac think- Miller. I do think it was political. I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was political. They wanted Cardi B to win an award. Yeah. They weren't going to give her album of the year. There was no chance of that happening. Yeah. Yeah. But they wanted to throw her. Like, I I predicted this at the beginning. I felt like this was going to be the throw black people a bone Grammy Awards. And in a it lot of ways, it was. Yeah. In a lot of ways, it was. Um, having a tie for King's Dead. So, you know. Black Panther wins something because Black Panther didn't win anything else, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's all the stars won nothing, but they still threw some bones here and there, and they did that for Cardi, too. But. Yeah, that yeah, that was my whole point. What did y'all think, feel yeah. about uh, Ariana's reaction, though? 
Um, I thought it was for um, <laughs> I thought it was obviously for Mac not winning. Yeah. So I I, I kind of cringed a little bit because I felt like she <laughs> she riding that whole Mac Miller wave. But um, what was her um reaction afterwards though? Like, what was her because you said she made a great point. What was her point? Uh, her point was that Mac Miller's album should have won. Okay. Even though it was just because of her connection to Mac Miller and not so much the fact that she thought the album was great. Yeah, and she okay. was upset because they invited his parents to the Grammys. Like, yeah. they invited his her, his parents to come all the way there to know that he wasn't going to win. Okay. And she felt like that was messed up. Yeah. And I can agree with that. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with that, too. They do that for everybody, though. Yeah. <laughs> everybody who's nominated gets to go. Doesn't mean everybody's going to win. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like they specifically stuck a middle finger to his family. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah. I'm I'm not people mad about it. No, I'm just saying I guess maybe in her, from her point of view maybe she was thinking that they could have at least told them in advance that he wasn't going to win. Why would they do that? They so, can't. So they so they wouldn't have to go through all the trouble. It ain't no trouble Just, for them. Even though. if you don't That's win true. a Grammy, you still want to go. Like, if I was nominated for a Grammy and knew I wasn't going to win, I would still want to go. Well, yeah. regardless of you arguing lit. with me, that's what her point was. That's what she said. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I nope. think, uh, yeah, I don't think it affected the Grammys at all by, you know, asking them to come and flying them out there or whatever. But, um, I don't know. I don't understand why people are so upset about this. I kind of seen it coming. <laughs> I don't think there's no way any of these other albums, maybe Astro World, because that was a to me that was the probably the next popular pick. Yeah. But um, I ain't seen none of these other albums beating out Cardi B in the rap. Fair enough. <laughs> um. So what do y'all think about Cardi B's reaction? She deleted her Instagram allegedly after getting criticism for winning best rap album. <laughs> she made a statement. Um, she on Instagram as she usually does. She said, I've been talking a lot of shit lately. I'm seeing a lot of bullshit today. And I saw a lot of shit last night and I'm sick of this shit. I worked hard for my motherfucking album. I fucking worked my ass off, locked myself in the studio for three months. Didn't go to sleep in my own bed. Sometimes for four days straight while pregnant. Um, and people were saying her career is over because of her pregnancy at the time. So mm. she she deactivated her Instagram for approximately two days <laughs> and then came back to promote her new single featuring Bruno Mars. Yes. So what do we think about that? The song is good. It's hard. Okay. I heard it a while ago. Um, This rep came by and played it, and it was really, really good. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm about to say, how did you hear it? Yeah, no. Just randomly, I was coming from the restroom, and I just walked in on a front desk, Leroy, and he was listening to it, and it was cool. I liked it. Have y'all heard it yet? Yeah, I heard it. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Huh. I thought it was. I thought it was cool. Um, I actually liked the other one better, the Bruno Mars featuring Cardi B better, yeah. but um, it's it's going to work. <laughs> yeah. So it will it will probably be number one, mm -hmm. but. I think they're gonna play it on multiple stations. That's the thing. Th yeah, it, it will. It's Bruno Mars. Different genre but, stations. Yeah. I'll probably end up liking it because they'll probably play it so much it'll yeah. probably grow on me. But yeah, my first reaction was kind of uh I only heard it once and that was what did y'all think about Cardi B 
think, getting upset over winning this award. I, apparently, I think she a little too extra, man. Mm, she need to, I'm glad you said it. She need to. She need to chill, man. Like I'm glad you said it. People, people in 2019 is worried about other people, especially people on social media talking shit. I think she just need to not say anything. She kind of need to take a page out of um, somebody like a Beyonce book and not even respond to anything like that. Mm-hmm. Just cater to the people who do support her. Yeah. Like, it, 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 she too big of a star to sit here and, um, and post videos and rants like that. I think. Wait, it, I, I thought that's why people love her. Yeah. I feel she. I feel like she outgrew that. I mean, she. She did needed, she at what point? I, I feel, I was she I feel, Nicki Minaj. I feel like she a bigger star than wh- what she was two years ago. Fair enough. She, you know, it ain't no point going on, going on rants while people disagree that she shouldn't have won. Like I think she need to. Um, I ain't gonna say she need to sit here and grow up and all this other stuff, but mm-hmm. I think stuff like that is unnecessary. She she don't have to do that. She won. She's winning in life. Fair enough. She, I don't think she had to do that. I think that's what made her her to begin with, and she's still young, and she hasn't grown up to like realize these things. And we haven't faulted her for this long time because that's why we loved her because of her honesty and how she would tell the truth about everything. So I don't expect her to have changed just instantly just because of her stardom because she wasn't built to change. Like, she wasn't media trained and all that to begin with for – you know, so why would we expect her to be now just because she won a Grammy? No, I don't think she need to change the way she is, but she don't, I mean, she don't have to sit here and kind of defend herself to all these yeah, nobodies no, I, on Twitter. I agree with that. Like, I agree that she needs to mature in that area, but I don't think that that's necessarily going to come just because she's more famous. Like, I think, again, she's young and she got to learn, she got to grow up in, within herself. Like, that's not going to come just because... Yeah, she got more more fans. She got a Grammy now. Like they, she need to work towards it. Like that would be her management and stuff. But I don't think it's just gonna happen overnight. That's a that's that's not who she ever was. That's gonna take some time. Yeah, I agree. I, I have a bigger complaint about Cardi B. Honestly, <laughs> um, I'm a little bit tired of her now because mm-hmm. I think, and this this goes back to the uh, supposed uh, breakup between her and Offset. I feel like a lot of what she does now is fake. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like she's playing a PR game in order to build um, social media recognition for her in anticipation for whatever, whatever she's about to drop next. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Nicki Minaj strategy, but Nicki Minaj is just too unhinged and probably on coke. But uh, <laughs> uh, Cardi B, what, the whole thing goes back. And I gave Cardi B an offset the benefit of the doubt. Mm. I thought that breakup was real. I did too. Looking at it now, I don't think they ever actually broke up. Yeah. I think that whole thing was just a PR stunt gone wrong because I guess they thought people would feel sympathy for Offset and, and welcome him back into the fold or whatever. It didn't really work out. People got really mad that Offset was on the stage with her, even though she asked him to come. <laughs> and people were very upset that she that talked part. about how much. Yeah, people were going crazy. I know she asked him to come. Though. Well, she said, "Come on!" Like she oh. she motioned him up. Like oh, it, at the Grammys. At the Grammys. Okay, yeah. I thought he was talking about when he popped up at that. No, at her show. no, okay. no. Oh, no. But then okay. again, her she knew about that too because her management knew. But whatever. Yeah. That's it, at the Grammys. People people were upset that Offset was quote unquote hogging the spotlight, <laughs> but she wanted him there. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, and I had no problem with them being in love. And yeah, I just hate the fake we broke up, but now we're back together stunt. It, it, it was annoying to me. And that goes back to this whole thing where she got mad at the haters and quit Instagram for two days and conveniently came back to promote her new single. Like, okay, so we the, the jig is a little bit up on Cardi B to me. <laughs> I feel like what she's doing is playing to the media and doing PR stunts now. And I thought she was above that. But maybe I was wrong. I do think the um I do think the breakup was real. I just think um I think they kinda played with it a little too long because I don't think they really, you know, officially broke up. I think they probably had some, a little time apart, but when I say a little time, maybe a few weeks. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was like a oh I'm done with them. We yeah, done we with each other. Divorce and all that. And I think because all set, I think he really cheated. You know, we can all say that. Yeah, probably. But um, I think my, this is this is my theory. I think Offset people was like, "Hey, man, no, you can't do that, bro. You you know, you need to ride this wave. Mm-hmm. She's the biggest star right now. You can't be out here, you know, fucking these random ass strippers and all this other." other shit getting caught cheating so now i think he's on the new wave where he's you know support my baby he's you know writing all these lovey-dovey comments and all this stuff just riding her wave yeah so that's why you seen her when she was performing he licked he's sticking his tongue out he doing all this shit yeah and um he he benefiting off of cardi b i mean of course yeah yeah, so uh, he's, still like, he's he's dropping his new solo album soon, and it's he, gonna have footage of the birth of his child. See, and, and so that's my next point. I, I feel like he's soaking all of that up right yeah. now. Yeah, because that's my question. Why did his take so long to drop? When you know, take off and offsets with within a certain amount of yeah, time. Yeah, he dropped the same I mean, today. Yep, he did. They had to get the roll. They had to get the rollout right first. Mm. That's the yeah. thing. They had to have this whole Cardi B drama yeah, play itself out. That's a thing though, too, because I didn't really feel like uh, Quavo or Takeoff really had a long like rollout. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, what, what gave Offset this Cardi? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, they, they're trying to use every bit of Cardi B right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, I mean, which is smart on this part. It is. <laughs> yeah. But um, what about the Migos? Yeah, they, they, bro- they about to break up. <laughs> you think so? They, they, I don't know. I think they. I I do think they're gonna separate. They're trying to do their own thing, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's gonna be official bad breakup. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's definitely using Cardi B <laughs> right now yeah. to his full advantage. I'm mad. <laughs> Other Grammy he- headlines, real quick. Uh, the Drake speech. Yeah. We'll, we'll comment on that real quick. I liked it. It's probably the f- best thing that Drake's done in my opinion in a while. Mm-hmm. I did like the fact that he just kind of and, and I think some of it is just based on the fact that he has beef with the Grammys yeah, over not winning in certain categories and certain songs of his that he didn't believe were rap songs mm-hmm. being placed in a rap category. So he had a beef to begin with. But I did like the fact that he just kind of told everybody these awards don't matter if you're popping and you got people coming out to your shows like that. Yeah. So yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I love the speech too. I love everything. I told y'all this what well, last I think it was earlier this week. We mm-hmm. talked about it off air, but I felt my theory is I felt like him and his team kind of set it up a little bit because I didn't even think he was there at the Grammys. Yeah. He came out the back out of nowhere because um I don't like I said, I thought he was done with the Grammys. I yeah. thought he wasn't showing up or anything. 
when they put the camera on him, he was like, had his back turned, just turned around like, oh, <laughs> and just started walking up the stairs. So I'm like, wait a minute, he's here? Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I feel like the way Drake was saying his speech, he was kind of rambling a little bit. It kind of reminded me of Kanye yeah. in, a, in a cleaner way. And with Drake and his team being so calculated, I felt like, <laughs> I don't know, y'all ain't got to argue with me on this, but I felt like they kind of set it up a little bit because, uh, set it up to kind of get cut off mm-hmm. because Drake is getting all the love from the speech and everybody, even if you like him or not, everybody got his back on this. They felt like it was wrong, which it was, mm-hmm. but um, I think they kind of set it up a little bit as a PR thing. That's my that's kind of my theory. I think I think he raised some good points about uh him acting like surprised that he want like him the whole thing about him being there was kind of odd because mm-hmm. he hadn't been there in years prior when he was nominated a lot more. Yeah. So I was I did wonder why he was here now. That part seemed kind of fake. That being said, I don't think the Grammys would participate willingly in in an artist PR stunt like that. The same way people thought the the Oscars mess up was fake with the whole Moonlight supposed to win and uh, they they brought out the other movie instead first. Mm -hmm. I I think these award shows think they're too prestigious to just follow somebody's marketing plan. (laughs) But I could be wrong. I don't know anything about it. It could have been somebody easily, you know, influenced by one of his peoples and yeah, say, "Hey, OVO production assistant." Yeah, here go something. a couple. Yeah, here go a couple dollars <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's probably it's probably not true, but that's kind of my theory. Possible. It's kind of yeah. my theory because Drake never did anything like that before. He never came out and said anything like that in a speech. Yep. So it was kind of weird him coming out. He was looking all over the place. He had like he didn't know what he was about to say, yeah. and he was he was just rambling. And then when he started preaching to the choir, yeah, then it just it cut the commercial. Ain't, I yeah. ain't hear no music. It just cut the commercial. Oh, yeah. Where I thought I changed the channel. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, me knowing how Drake operates, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a <laughs> like a whole OVO setup. It's possible, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't put anything past uh, Drake these days anymore. Uh, <laughs> but they were enough, cutting everybody off at the Grammys, they, I mean, people were talking too long. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can people understand it. But some people, it seemed that some people got longer time than others. Well, usually towards the end of the show, mm-hmm. that's when they realize they're running behind. So yeah. then, and it's funny because you would think somebody who won album of the year get should it. get a longer speech. But at that point, they are running against the clock now. So you have no yeah. time to have a long speech. Yeah. At first, I'm thinking like, man, they only doing this shit to the black people. It's kind of <laughs> fucked up. But then towards the end, yeah. like you said, they 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 did that to Casey Muff, Musgrave. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, yeah, they trying to get the fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, other notes real quick. The J-Lo Motown performance. <laughs> I thought this was an atrocity. Really? I thought it was t- well, the, the performance itself, I didn't have a problem with. Mm-hmm. Like, technically, it was fine, I guess. She hit the choreography. Yeah. She lip synced like she was almost actually singing a shit. Mm-hmm. But I just- had a huge problem. Number one, I don't like the whole people trying to reframe J- Jennifer Lopez as this mega <laughs> pop star. Yeah. We lived through her peak. She had her peak, yeah. <laughs> yes. And she was never Janet Jackson level. Yeah, you know she was never Beyonce level. Yeah, where she could come out to the point ten years later. Yeah, still, yeah, yes, plastic surgery and all, and we're supposed to just accept her as this icon. <laughs> no, there were so many black performers at that Oscar 
at the Grammys. They could have picked a few more and did like a. I had no problem with her doing some Motown songs. Mm -hmm. She did the entire thing by herself. Yeah. And it was offensive to me just off of that. (laughs) (laughs) But what did y'all think about this performance? Y'all like it? Um, I agree with you. I I think the performance was. I think it was a one. I don't think she. I don't think she was off on any moves, or I ain't cringed. Where I'm like, damn, she messed up on that flip and turn. (laughs) I um. I thought she sounded all right. You know, it w- I wasn't cringing like, man, she can't sing. But um, I do think it was weird that they, out of all people, they got her to do the Motown, out of all things, Motown yes. um, performance. And th- they had a whole Latin thing at the beginning of the show. Why couldn't she yeah. do that? Yeah. yeah, I agree. But um, Ricky Martin now and everything. Yeah. But, um, but to play devil's advocate, Thinking as like a person that's running the Grammys, mm-hmm. like who would you find to do something like that that's hot and popping right now? Like people, people still love J Lo all over the board. Like white people still talk about J Lo, black people still talk about J Lo. Mm-hmm. She she still can dance, she sound decent. So, like me, if I was running the Grammy and I wanted somebody to uh, perform who can you know be a trending topic. Mm-hmm. Like, who would I pick? Because somebody like Beyonce, that would probably be the favorite to do it. She She's not doing yeah, that. Yeah, she wouldn't do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the only people I could think of off the top of my head is like a <laughs> Janelle Monet. Janelle, Janelle Monet. Yeah, yeah she and she already it. did something. Yeah. Um. Like, fanta- we, we always say Jennifer Hudson, fanta- people like that. Yeah. But who, what black person could we, you know, have do that that will pretty much give us j-lo numbers as far as like twitter and get people talking well people were talking for all the wrong reasons because everybody hated it they so were it's not but like, you seen a lot of people saying oh j-lo look good oh she still got it yeah outside of that people was mad at her because she did the motown tribute mm-hmm. i don't Sierra think could have done it People were the tour Sierra ass. <laughs> nah, people see, were the t- people were the, the tour. Voice. People were the tour Sierra ass up if she did her own songs. <laughs> if she performed goodies, people would have been pissed. Like, well, I didn't really y'all. think J Lo's performance was that bad. Like the choreography and the performance, the stage presence itself was pretty good. Um, the lip singing, I I didn't know at first she was lip singing and I was like, okay, trying to give her credit. But I was like, this don't even sound like J-Lo. So eventually I caught on to it wasn't her. But other than that, I didn't think that she did bad. Like to, She did better than I, what I was expecting. I'll say that. She did a lot better than what I expected. But J-Lo ain't, hasn't never been the one to not give a good performance, in my opinion. And yeah. I think she has. Um, I could be wrong, but I think she's had like a residency in Vegas before. So she's not like, like, you know, like Britney Spears and all them, mm-hmm. how they do that. I think she's had one before. So, yeah. I, you know, she's one to perform. Like, I knew that was going to be good. I, I think I, it was just the fact that it was her. Like, yeah. we were yeah. expecting one of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that was like the safe pick for the Grammys as well. So it's like, all right, we know, you know, she, I guess, keep it clean. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she good. People still like her. I think that was I think that was one of their reasons too. But if she was at the BET Awards, she definitely it would not be her. Yeah. Well, speaking of the BET Awards, <laughs> they just lost a uh, performer for their BET experience. 
yeah. program. Or performers. Yes. Uh, speaking of Cardi B, who had a big night, um, BET, I guess they've been posting like they're the shade room lately. <laughs> and they, they've been uh, putting some stuff up uh, after Cardi B won her Grammy. Uh, she they, they posted a picture that said, uh, meanwhile, um, Nicki Minaj is being dragged by her lace front. <laughs> like smiling emojis, all that. Yeah. Wow. Nicki Minaj saw this and said she uh young money will no longer be a part of BET experience or award show. And then she promoted her summer tour coming soon. BET later uh posted a statement saying, quote, BET loves Nicki Minaj. We have supported her from the very beginning of her career and will continue to do so moving forward. Nikki has paved the way for so many performers and has solidified her place as one of the most powerful figures in the music industry. Damn, they really yeah. getting her up. Unfortunately, mm. the respect we have for Nikki was violated by this post that should have never been written. This post does not reflect how we feel about Nikki and further does not reflect our company values. We deeply apologize for the hurt, disappointment, and confusion this post has caused. We are committed to doing everything we can to address the situation. They're trying to conduct an internal audit and ensure these types of posts are never posted again. They apologize to Nikki. The post was removed, and they have taken additional appropriate action. And they apologize to all her fans and ended it by saying this should have never happened. So... Mm. What do y'all think about this whole debacle? For this one, I'm in agreement with Nikki. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, man. Whoa. Yes. I think that BT was wrong. They were absolutely wrong for what they did, and I'm, I'm sure whoever did it was fired immediately. But, uh, yeah, no, I have no nothing to say about this, honestly. Like, I agree with her. I think that she definitely should have pulled out or – Whatever in her power she could have done with BET to respond, that was the most appropriate way I could have expected her to or would have wanted her to. Yeah. Besides going on rants or whatever. You know, I'm sure she made. Does she still have uh, Queen Radio? She do. She does. And she's been promoting a new episode where she's going to air out the, the Grammys. The, yeah, air, oh. yeah, the guy from the Grammys. Yeah, Ken, whatever his name is. Yeah. Mm, well, yeah. So we'll hear about her there. But anyways, other than that, I was getting ready to say this was the most um, appropriate way I could have expected her or would have wanted her to respond because I think they were wrong for that. Figgy? I agree. I felt like they was dead wrong and she had the right to do that. Um, This situation happened to her before with Mm -hmm. Hot 97 when Peter Rosenberg was at Summer Jam. Mm -hmm. and He he was promoting a hip-hop set pretty much. Saying yeah, we uh, we ain't doing all that starship bullshit. We doing right now. We doing some real hip hop, ah. that type of stuff. Which I kind of get what he was saying, but he shouldn't have said we ain't doing that that star that starship bullshit because yeah. she was the headliner. I think her or what I think it was. I think she was like one of the headliners. So um, her and Young Money pulled out of that. Mm. So that kind of fucked them up. But uh, I don't even think they even uh, work with Hot 97 anymore. Like if in I ain't general, mistaken. right? Yeah. But anyway, um, I thought she was right on. Um, she had the right to pull out of that sh- uh, bullshit. And um, I don't know. It's funny because I know BET get most of the blame or all of the blame for this because it tweeted from their um, official account. 
But um, with me working at a you know radio station, a lot of people don't know that uh, it's a lot of people that work here at the station that have access to that account, like the Twitter account. Yeah. So um, a lot of people tweet as the station, but you know, you not may not necessarily know who you're getting. Yeah, it's yeah. coming off as you know this station or this network is. There's actually been Sweetness. problems with that before. Yeah, it's it, it been a lot of problems. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it was simply, a, you know, probably a young, stupid, maybe, I don't, I hope it wasn't an intern, but it was probably somebody caught up in the moment um, on Twitter watching everybody else mm-hmm. talk about Nikki. Laughing yeah. on Twitter. And they tried to get their little two cents, and it, it backfired, which it should have. So I, I definitely agree with Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the one thing I was kind of curious about was uh she she mentioned her summer tour. She did. Yeah, I was kind of curious because remember she was supposed to go I on tour. She canceled it. Or no, no this is something. New. This is a new one. Yeah, this is something new. I'm not sure if it's a uh, Young Money tour or yeah. if it's just um Nikki, but it's kind of interesting how you know she was advertising this tour mm-hmm. like before her album. And remember she had the tour. She, uh, Future is supposed to be on this tour. Yeah. And she then she ended up canceling it, postponed it. it. Yeah, so I wonder, is this the tour for her album, or is she doing the tour for this album at all? I mean, it's too Which late to tour that. Album. It kinda, yeah. yeah, that that album, I thought it was an high album, but it just came and went. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm glad we're all in defending Nicki mode right now, because <laughs> I have even more of a hot take considering <laughs> Nicki Minaj, I, I assume if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, not only do I agree with y'all in that BET was kind of clownish for this shit, um, especially when you're dealing with somebody who is involved in one of your productions, like you can laugh in p- private, yeah. but do not make a public post like that. Like you're some 12 year old posting on Twitter, but to my other point, mm-hmm. um, not only do I think that Nikki was right here, I think she's right to have a complaint with the Grammys because no matter how you feel about Nicki Minaj, you cannot tell me that she deserved to go 0 for 10 at the Grammys lifetime. I agree. You cannot tell me she did not deserve to win one Grammy in her entire career. Yeah. Not one. At one time, she was one of the biggest artists in music. Yeah. And no matter what you want to say about her now being petty, vindictive, et cetera, Washed. et cetera, uh, I would, for all she's done, and the fact is she made a lane for Cardi B. <laughs> she should have got a Grammy at some point in her career and it shouldn't be used to embarrass her to this magnitude. The fact that they gave Cardi B a, a Grammy for her first try. Yeah. And mm-hmm. after years of putting out hits, Nicki Minaj still has none. Yeah. yeah. So. And mm-hmm. to, uh, to be clear too, um, Tupac never won a Grammy. Nope. Um, Nas never won a Grammy. Nope. It's a couple big names that we consider the biggest People with music yeah. never won a Grammy. Taylor Swift has more Grammys than most black artists, big black artists. She has more Grammys than uh, Michael Jackson, Prince, Stevie Wonder. Beyonce. So make of it Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. Make of that what you will. But yeah, yeah. won album of the year four times, I think, which is crazy. That's, That's crazy. Yes. crazy. Because I wonder, um, like I said, I'm not a country music person. But I wanted to do people that listen to country music consider those four albums classic, classic yep. albums. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. 
But um, I think that's enough about the Grammys. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot to get to, so we got to run through some of this real quick. Yeah. Uh, so 21 Savage was released from prison. Yes. I wish we had an applause, but we don't. <laughs> so uh, she'll just put an air horn for that. <laughs> yes. I got uh, some. Um, I, I finally made some 21 Savage drops okay. for the uh, midday show I'm on. And so every time we talk about 21 Savage, I got this drop that said, it was exquisite. Remember when he was? <laughs> yes. Out, yeah. It how, was but exquisite. how many times do y'all talk about Twenty One Savage on? We talked about it a couple times. Okay. Yeah. Especially okay. when it first happened, I knew we was gonna talk about it. Okay. So uh, I used that drop a couple times, and I um, his song for bank account when he said I got one, two, three, four. So whenever we, we do like a countdown, yeah. I use those. Okay. So like one, two, three, four. <laughs> five, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to make it black as possible. Yeah. I, I, I respect. <laughs> I respect it, man. I respect that. It's a, it's a losing fight, but it's a good fight to do no matter what. Yeah. Uh, so 21 Savage was released from prison, uh, from custody, wherever he was. Um, he was arrested by the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE for short. Um, he was released on, and he went on ABC, Good Morning America. And talked about how he believes he was targeted. He wasn't doing anything when he got arrested. Mm-hmm. They just targeted him and uh, then alleged that he was an illegal immigrant and they were trying to d- deport him. So um, there's really nothing else to say. <laughs> he thinks he was targeted. Uh, the jokes, I guess, have already come and gone. And it's just good to see that he's out. So, oh yeah, yeah, I know where to go with that. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. I'm glad he's out. Yeah. yeah, it it's it's really messed up because um I watched uh like a quick clip of the video, and uh or the interview, and for him to say he was here since he was seven, mm-hmm. and he ain't know anything about no visa or I ain't know I was here illegally. Mm-hmm. You know I ain't know nothing about that, and I tried to get you know a visa. It, it it was kind of fucked up because yeah. it's a lot of people that's here like that. It's, mm-hmm. They not necessarily here trying to smuggle anything. Mm-hmm. They you know their parents just came here and they've been here since. Yeah. So it's it's really fucked up. That's kind of a loophole in the I guess the whole you know immigration thing. Yeah, I yeah. think he's about to be like a meek mill for immigration. Like I think that. How Meek Mill's on uh, prison reform? Yeah, I think he's about to be like for immigration. Right? Isn't now. that like, convenient? How we have like a rapper for every political issue I love now. It. I love it. We have Cardi B for everything anti-Trump. We have Meek <laughs> Mill for an, uh, for prison, prison reform, reform. and we have Twenty One Savage of all people for <laughs> immigration. I'm here for it. I love this. Okay, power to us. All right. <laughs> Uh, so in other big news, uh, it's time to talk about uh, this. Don't, I was about to say, do not play. <laughs> no, I, I'm not going to play chapter. Uh, you can play. I'm time. messing with I'm you. not. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Fucking pedophile rapist. Yeah. Yes. R. R. Kelly. I'm is interested. And in a little bit of trouble again, <laughs> apparently. A little bit of. Eh, it might be Bill Cosby, he, he, him, man. He dodged the first one. He's out of Who there. knows? But, um, CNN obtained a. I don't, it's not a new tape, to be fair. It was mm. on VHS. Okay. This uh, tape was likely recorded around the same time he did the first one. He had a collection of this stuff. 
it was seized, but it was inadmissible in court because uh, they they got it illegally. The search there was no search warrant, I believe. Yeah. So it was not admissible. But um, basically, it was a tape similar to the first one, the <laughs> infamous one, where he is having sex with a woman who alleges that she is fourteen year old, fourteen years old in the video. He's peeing on her, et cetera, et cetera. Typical. On the new video? Yes. Damn. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And referring to, they broke, like, apparently both of them were yeah, she asked. To her she, he asked her to pee on him. Then he peed on her. So it was like Splash Town. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> says Splash Town. <laughs> I can't. Man, it's kind of fast. It's not funny. My God! No. Okay. So, <laughs> look, this is this is very. Stop laughing, people. This is very serious. So, uh, um, <laughs> you sound like some white people, freaky deep shit. R. R. Kelly is crazy. Number one, what really got me about this is not only okay. There, there are levels to freaky nastiness and being the, the dumbest nigga on earth. Yeah. Uh, Cause not only are you having sex with a minor, you're taping the sex, and then you're incriminating yourself by calling her a 14 year old in the video. In the yeah. video. So yeah. R. Kelly really deserves to be in jail, man. Yeah, I does. know I mess around and act like I'm defending the music and all that. Yeah. I never defended the man. I always said he was a creep, and yeah. he definitely should be locked up just for being this stupid. Would y'all want uh? Or would y'all be interested to know what's going on in his mind? Like, if he were to visit a therapist or to know what happened I mean, to he, him when he was younger, I, I, like he why? Said, he said he was molested as a kid. Yeah, yeah. he admitted this. Yeah. yeah. So I would love to um, get like a real, like a real R. Kelly interview. Like, not no, not nothing that's fixed. I want to get like a real raw R. Kelly interview to know how he grew up from his point of view because we. The most we got was what from the um the previous um documentaries. Yeah. I want to I want him to say it from his point of view on what he went through. I mean, then maybe we can maybe understand why he do what he do. The thing is it's too late for that now though. Yeah. Because if he did that, it would be just seen as him trying to make good for what he's done and he's only acting like this because he got caught yeah yeah so I, if, he, if he my came personal out, my personal view though i'll be i, I just want to hear yeah it. but it will be it will be taken as fake yeah because he, he has to say that now he can't do anything right exactly now. yeah he can't get any shows he can't i've heard some of his shows are still sold out but <laughs> that's whatever that's why yeah, people still support all, him that is all wild. the women supporting yes. him yes they are they, oh <laughs> you don't get into that yes they are all they abuse the yes victims. they are but um, <laughs> so R. Kelly's in trouble again. Not much to say about that. Uh, Gucci, the Gucci boycott lives on. I guess. Oh, okay, I thought oh, she yeah. talked about Gucci Mane. No, I was like, what he do? Gucci Mane is. He just bought his girl a ring, another yes. ring. Yeah, that ring looked ridiculous. It does. <laughs> I wonder if he's boycotting Gucci. We need to ask Gucci Mane about this. Will he change his name? He probably uh. have, he probably keep his name but cross it out. <laughs> you know, I like MB Anderson. Yeah. Cross out cancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you probably call, cross out Gucci. Uh, <laughs> so the the boycott has has picked up a little bit of uh I don't know I guess social media drama as of late. Floyd Mayweather, who 
it will never change, and it will yeah. always be Floyd Mayweather, uh, came out during this boycott with TMZ, went to a Gucci store, and it seemed like it was staged mm-hmm. because they got him right when he was going into the store. Then they got him out, and they were asking him some different questions, and he was like, hey, look how much Gucci I bought, though. And at first, he acted like he didn't know anything about the boycott. <laughs> yeah. Then he came out and started talking about the boycott. But Floyd Mayweather went, Mayweather went and bought a whole bunch of Gucci um, and talked about how nobody, he's not a follower and nobody can tell him what to do. And the people who are trying to boycott are just old and irrelevant, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Uh, they've gone back and forth about this. 50 Cent, of course, who hates Floyd Mayweather, chimed in. And T.I. made a diss song <laughs> towards Floyd Mayweather. It's called Fuck Nigga. <laughs> so. T.I. was waiting for that smoke, man. He, he was. already had smoke that, for Floyd. That song is fire, though. It is. It, it, <laughs> it is. It's legit. <laughs> but uh, what do y'all think about this? And what do y'all think about Floyd Mayweather's actions? Uh, let me read his, his, his point of view first. Because he did make a statement on Instagram, who uh, people joke and say they had somebody else right. Probably. (laughs) He said, quote, in light of the most current boycott and digital outrage, I wanted to take time to address a couple of issues that I myself have trouble wrapping my mind around. For instance, why would we, uh, as a people, agree to a temporary boycott of Gucci for merely three months if what was caused, if what was done caused so much strife? Why wouldn't we agree to a permanent boycott of Gucci as well as other merchandise that fall under the Keurig ownership, such as YSL, Balenciaga, Alexander McQueen, and more? I'll tell you why. It's because in this day, celebrities failing and failing artists pick and choose the hottest trending topic as a means of seeking. Hold on. Attention and using fake advocacy as their platform when their talent no longer benefits them, etc., etc. It's common knowledge that these luxury brands aren't being purchased on a larger scale by the black communities that you portray you're advocating for, yet you use the emotions of our people that are already suffering with countless issues within their home front that you conveniently pay no regard to. And the same celebrities stirring the pot over brands that they, without a doubt, will continually buy are the same artists that inject rap lyrics fueled with drugs, murder, and sexual promiscuity into the very black communities you're pretending to care so much about. And blah, 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 blah. Mm. So. So he pulled one of those, oh, y'all talking about boycotting this, but yes. the car you driving is made by yes. so-and-so. Yeah. So if you want to boycott, we need to boycott everything. <laughs> yeah, he pulling one of those. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what do y'all feel about this boycott? People are getting more emotional about it by the day, it seems. Mm-hmm. And and for people who missed the whole outrage, it was over the black blackface sweater that Gucci made. And they pulled it. They apologized. But the dance was done. They've been getting lit up. So what do y'all think about this beef between Floyd Mayweather and T.I. and the boycott as a whole today? I feel like from what you just read, um, Mayweather has a few points that he's making. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like he's making a few points. There's a lot that, of good um, points. A lot of, yeah, honestly, a lot of good points. But um, at the same time, 
Well, it's hard to say because one of the points that I agree that he's making is a lot of us, the common people are not buying Gucci to the extreme as to where we would make an impact in their in their sales and an impact in their company. Honestly, you know, I know a lot of people that buy it. Most people that buy it don't necessarily buy it from the store. So I don't see that we're impacting them as much i understand why ti and them are doing it because with amongst their peers maybe so but that to that degree of why i believe he's right it's hard to say um any anything else really it's hard to disagree with him because that that is a really strong point but at the same time we as people should be supporting the company not you know not disrespecting us as a whole as in general as uh, in general you know Figgy, your thoughts, man. My personal opinion, uh, when this came, when the whole sweater thing came out, I really didn't care. I felt like it's like every every year, every, every couple, um, every couple times a year, it's some type of high end brand or some type of brand, pretty much doing this. We had the thing with the H and M. We had all type of other brands who did some type of racist shit, and we always had the same outrage. So my personal opinion, I was kind of like, uh, like I don't know why people wearing that shit anyway, spending all that money wearing that shit anyway. But I think, I think this fight is more for like our hip hop community that supports Gucci as much because people like me and you, we really don't sit here and spend uh, thousands of dollars on Gucci like that. Yeah. I think, I think this one kind of, um, I think this one should be closer towards the famous rappers <laughs> that really wear it. And at first, I, at first, um, I was kind, I was, I was kind of confused because I'm like, why is people making this a big deal? Like, just stop wearing the shit. But um, and then when I ran across um, Dapper Dan um, Instagram, I forgot how. Um, how important he was back in the day with hip hop and making, you know, these different Gucci stuff, custom Gucci stuff. So that uh, Gucci kind of been a part of hip hop for a long time. And um, I kind of understand why a lot of people taking the stance, but I think it should be more on people like T.I., people like all these Atlanta rappers, all, all different rappers who really wear it because us us normal people don't we can stop buying it i mean no matter what because we that's that's honestly not our lane so i don't know i just i don't know me we talked about this before i'm not a high-end um fashion type of person because i feel like that type of clothing isn't for us anyway and i feel like people at the top didn't make it for us all Mm -hmm. all this shit came from europe so it was a lot of you know white gay men who you know made the shit and i'm a big believer of wearing you know people stuff that was made by us and um far as these rappers wearing it i feel like gucci never supported you know hip-hop or anything like that or even these other high-end high-end brands that's a good point too like over the years how much hip-hop does incorporate gucci they've never once yeah to my knowledge that's the same thing with versace balenciagas all this other shit um rappers make songs out of it they advertise it and they make people like me and you want to get it 
And I think with hip hop being one of the biggest influence in the world, I think we can stop wearing that shit and start wearing our own shit and make a bigger impact. But um, yeah, that's me personally. That's why I stopped wearing. Um, I stop. I stopped saying high end name brand shit in my songs. Mm-hmm. I stopped, you know, wearing these big old um, expensive names on my across my chest because I'm giving them pretty much free advertisement. And um, unless they want to, you know, work with me on something, pretty much saying, hey, you know, if you if we make your own clothing line with our company, then, you know, they're, they're not going to, you know, do something like that. But I'm advertising them for free and they don't fuck with black people at all. So, you know, I think a lot of rappers need to realize that and maybe start, you know, being their own boss, doing like Dame Dash did. And just make their own clothing and rock it how they usually rock it. And people like us would go out and get it because we wouldn't be wearing that shit if it wasn't for rappers, if it wasn't for athletes. They make that shit look hot and we go get it. White people go wear, rich white people go wear it regardless. Like, but for us, we need to, I feel like we need to support our own people and um, rock shit that our people make instead of making these uh, rich white people even richer with them not even um, giving us a shout out, giving us a chance, stuff like that. That's why um, I kind of um, I kind of respect like Nike, Adidas and stuff like that because they, they at least give rappers shoe deals. They give, you know, obviously athletes shoe deals. Mm-hmm. Gucci, all these people not really giving rappers no type of deals outside of like a Kanye or whoever so i don't know i I just think rappers need to wake up and just stay away from that shit just make their own or only rock um independent black people um clothing lines i agree with pretty much everything you said i i don't think it'll ever happen mm-hmm. but i honestly with this whole uh boycott thing i feel like this is a case of goofy ass rappers getting what they deserve honestly because nobody told y'all to go and promote these foreign Italian designers mm-hmm. who you know they're going to be racially insensitive because they're rich and they live in a country probably completely separated away from any type of black people, yeah, yeah. especially black Americans. Mm-hmm. So nobody told them to promote Gucci, Versace, et cetera, et cetera. They chose to do this as a way to stunt on the average people who can't afford that yeah so when you get do that it's the same thing with crystal crystal never reached out to jay-z and diddy and told them hey promote my liquor they did that to make themselves look more important than the regular niggas out there yeah and then when they came out and said you know we don't really appreciate all that attention they acted like they were shocked yeah what do you expect like they aren't they don't have your same values. You gave them free promotion for no reason mm-hmm. because you wanted to make it look like you were better than everybody else. Yep. So in a lot of ways, these rappers just look realize they look dumb. Soldier Boy been out there with a Gucci with a Gucci headband for weeks now. Yeah. And now he the looks stock dumb. probably went up because yeah, of that. I'm yeah. sure exactly. it did at the time. So he everybody looks stupid for doing free promotion for a company that does not care about you or your people. And they should have known this in the beginning, yep. but they didn't care because their whole image is based off of, uh, you know, being better than a regular. 
Mm-hmm. So I that I, I have no real like yeah. I, I have no anger towards Gucci because they did what I expected. I'm indifferent. Yeah. And people should have been nobody. No regular people should be buying Gucci anyway. Yeah. To even boycott it. Yeah. You can use that money on something else, people. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you I, live in paycheck to paycheck, do not buy Gucci. Yeah. Or even rappers that's spending all this money on it. Like you can make your own clothing line. Yep. You can start your own business. You ain't got the answer, Sway. <laughs> it ain't I'm that not easy. A boss. <laughs> You're not a boss. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, like I think these I think people need to wake up and realize that, you know, we can be bosses. We can you know, we can run shit because black people whatever black people wear, you know, we wear with style. And with these rappers, you know, coming out rapping about anything, like I don't even like a lot of people don't even don't even know what half the shit Jay Z talk about. Yeah. But when they hear Time Four, I ain't know what Time Four was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of people didn't know what Time Four was either. And right after that, everybody was talking about Time Four. Yep. Everybody yeah. trying to go and get some Time Four, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, bl- uh, black p- black entertainers are the most influ influential. Uh, I can't influential. say that either. Yeah. Um, I said that wrong too. <laughs> yeah, like we, if we do more stuff on our own, we can create that same attention too. And it can't just be like one person. Yeah, it got to be everybody. It got to start from Jay Z. It got to start from everybody. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I kind of like that. That's why I kind of like about Kanye. But he's one of the people that buy all that high end shit too. So um, if more people would had that Kanye mindset to create their own shit i think i think a lot of people will be buying more black shit i agree but uh yeah it, i don't think it it's won't gonna happen, happen for it's a not, minute yeah at least not, for a minute yeah it, it will take some kind of otherworldly thing it, like we basically have to go back to the 90s yeah. in terms of like black empowerment what I was about to say, yeah and and how we were all all black everything Wearing dashikis and shit. Africa. Yes. Yes. Early 90s type of rap, and I don't think that's ever coming back. Um, Other things of note. Actually, let's take a little break real quick, okay? Because I'm tired of talking about this. What up? Bro. 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 (laughs) What a bro note. I found the drug. I found it. I found it. Yeah. Let, let's get a little lighthearted here and talk about uh, the most bullshit holiday of. <laughs> Is it the most overrated holiday? I wouldn't even say it's overrated because actually it might be. I'm trying because to think because they other. advertise it like a holiday. They do. They yeah. do. Nobody's off of work on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Nobody's off of anything. That's where they. I think that's where they get the most um, revenue. Yeah, because yes. people people not gonna call off for Valentine's Day unless they going on a trip. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, especially mainly women. Yes. They want. They want gifts to come to their job. They want to show off. They yep. want to brag about how much this person loved them. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it would be dumb for people to take off on Valentine's Day or advertise it as a holiday you take off. Yeah, I, I agree, and I think it's even worse than that. But we're not talking <laughs> about how stupid the day is itself. We're talking about our individual stories for Valentine's Day. <laughs> so we have two single, supposedly, People, Supposedly. <laughs> I, I don't know what you'd be doing, Jasmine. I'm single. But, uh, <laughs> He's uh, we have two single people and one married man. So let's start with the married man. How was your Valentine's Day this year, man? All right, this is about to be quick. 
I went to work um, this morning. I, I mean, not this morning, but Valentine's Day morning. I told my wife, happy Valentine's Day, blah, blah, blah. But um, uh, did I take her? To, no, I ain't take her to work. She um, she went to work on her own. So I went to work. I, I kind of had more fun at work than I did I mean, <laughs> at Valentine's Day. Typical. I, I kind of <laughs> yeah, had fun because I played a bunch of love songs on the show and, mm-hmm. you know. Um, somebody ended up getting engaged. Uh, somebody proposed on the show. Oh my! Really? God. Yeah, I oh. couldn't believe it happened because somebody called in and said they wanted to. Uh, they wanted us to help him. You know, set everything up, and he wanted to propose to his girl mm-hmm. on air. So, uh, so I was kind of skeptical because I knew she was gonna tell him no. Yeah, I'm like, it's no way in hell a girl is about to accept that. You know, on six ten radio. Yeah, on any type of radio. I don't give a damn if it's Jay Z radio. Damn. I, I I don't I just don't see a woman, you know, getting a phone call. Hey, you're on the radio station. Hey, um, we got we got your boyfriend online. He got something to tell you. Yeah. And you sitting there holding the phone saying, Yes, I yes, I will marry you. I just I just didn't see that happening. But Long story short, we made that happen. Okay. She said yes. It was kind of entertaining because when he asked her, she gave a long pause, like a, it was like a big pause mm-hmm. to the point I'm, I'm going nuts. I'm trying not to scream and laugh, uh. and I had to turn my mic off, <laughs> and just like oh, I was, I turned the mic off like oh man, she about to, she about to say no. This is about mm-hmm. to be the greatest, funniest thing in radio history. Yeah, but um. That's- she she ended up following it up by saying, "Are you serious?" And he was like, "Yeah." And she had another little pause. She like, "Of course, of course." So it was kind of funny at the end. Okay. But outside of that, um, me and my wife we kind of had long days at work. I had to do a lot of different stuff for work after the show. Uh, she had a long day. She didn't get off till like six o'clock. So we got home. Um, we was kind of uh, after a while. We was sitting there like, "Hey, man, we ain't really do." Nothing fun in a minute, mm-hmm. but it was kind of last minute, so we like not, nah, you know, mm-hmm. we'll maybe we'll do something this weekend or next weekend or whatever because we, this this was like our tenth Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So after a while, it's like, what more can you do outside of the flowers, exactly. candy, and you know, gifts? So um, we just went out to dinner. We um had we had a blast. We um we talked for a long. We was like really talking and. We haven't talked like that in a minute because we've been working so much. Mm-hmm. And then most of the week I was sick. So we had a good time. Um, I, and I, I hate going out to eat on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. because that's fuck. Yeah, we we had like an hour wait. Damn. <laughs> so we ended up walking over to a couple stores. And, you know, we were just walking around and talking and all that stuff. But um, it was a pretty good time. Okay. Yeah, so nothing, no fireworks, nothing like that. Yeah. It was, it was cool. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Now, yeah. Jasmine. Now, this is about to be very boring. <laughs> I went to work and I came home from work. What you do, girl? And at home, I sat there and watched How to Get Away with Murder oh. <laughs> and caught up with How to Get Away with Murder. Oh. And, uh,. You know, laid it on down. <laughs> that was about it. Laid I didn't it. do anything for Valentine's Day. <laughs> who who did you serious? No, who, I'm absolutely who serious. Did, who did you lay it on down on? Yes. 
my bed. <laughs> oh, his name somebody, yeah, somebody, no. some, I didn't. Huh? Somebody texted you or got you. Yeah, something. how many texts my, you got like, outside of family. family? Yeah, outside of family. Outside of family. Nobody outside of my family. Honestly, I promise. I never got no a Valentine. I never got a Valentine's was, Day text from my family. Me neither. <laughs> I mean. My mom probably did it a few times when I was struggling. Yeah. <laughs> but I ain't getting not one yesterday. My parents normally send me something, but they didn't the, this year and last year. Okay. Just because I guess I'm getting older. But No men texted you. No men got you anything. I promise. I got candy. From got, who? I'm, okay. A friend. Say, do we know this person? <laughs> no. Do we yeah. know? Okay. okay. But that was it. Did and it get- wasn't even like Valentine's candy. It was just regular candy. Okay. Did- that was it. Now, was it like a gift type of candy or is it like, hey, I got some, you know, here, you know, it was like you want some candy. It was like a here I'm mad at you, but here's some candy. Oh, okay. I know who this was now. I think we all do. You got it at you got it at work or did he come over to the crib? (laughs) 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 I got it at work. Okay. Uh, I was say, did he knock on the door? Mm-hmm. Nah. Hey, I'm mad at you, but yeah. <laughs> you want to watch how to get away with murder? Yep. Nah, and lay it on, on down. It. Mm-hmm. Nah, <laughs> if only I was really tired too from Travis. Cause Travis was Wednesday. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Work was, you know, right after that. Fair enough. So, yeah. well, I had a pretty boring Valentine's Day. I have to say, we might have to do away with what a bro knows at this rate. <laughs> okay. We are far too boring to give any type of relationship stories at this point, honestly. <laughs> All of us collectively. So we might have to retire this segment. <laughs> honestly. So with that's all we have to say for yeah, Valentine's I'm Day. I'm too damn happy and boring. Yes. Yeah. Y'all work too much and just yeah. ain't out there like y'all that. Ain't not, yeah. yeah, y'all ain't out there at all. Nah. Yeah. I, I I will admit I did send flowers to my New Orleans ting. Ah. And uh, we talked a little bit. Oh, thank you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did What did she say? What kind of flowers did you send? Uh, some roses, like two dozen. Mm. That's yeah. Two dozen roses, baby. Did, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know? Yeah, playboy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Y'all, wow. So uh, I sent her some roses. We talked for a while, but that's really about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, so no ex. Just, nah, I, 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 I was tempted to get her some flowers but i'm like you know what let me just leave it alone yeah man I, I, I'm, I'm trying to stay strong good decision. i'm trying to stay good strong <laughs> did you text her at least i didn't okay I that's didn't. good man. she probably has me blocked <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't but, doubt uh, it yeah I, i'm trying to leave it alone we haven't talked since that whole incident so um, yeah yeah I'm, just I'm, man just move yeah, forward I'm, man. I'm just trying, focused man. on the new orleans Boop. yeah exactly yeah, we'll yeah. see how that goes but I feel like sometimes we have good things to say depending on I think What's we had I think on? we had good subjects, but um, it's never anything personal to yeah. us. Yeah, our weekly updates are lacking. I'll say that yeah, much. Yeah, we can give true. advice on general subjects. Yeah, but as far as a weekly update, like there's nothing here. Mm-hmm. So we will see. We will see. I'm, going I'm trying forward. to think we of something. Re- I'm trying to think of something. Something happened with me and my wife where it could be a good discussion. You cheated. No, nah. <laughs> that would be a great discussion. Uh, but uh, oh, wow. that would be the very end of this podcast, too. <laughs> hey, man. Well, never mind. <laughs> um, Is it, uh, I got I got a good one. Is it okay to give like um, if you're in a relationship? Is it okay to give like coworkers um, Valentine's Day gifts? 
Oh. Yeah, I don't see why not. It depends on like the the severity of the gift. Like, well, is true. it like candy? Like, are you getting everyone candy? Are you giving everyone a what card? If it's, what if it's just... like one person? Because you know we all work together. Mm-hmm. And uh, what if I decided to give Jazz a um, a gift basket? Is that you know is that going too far? I even don't though, think so. Even though we all are legit friends, you know I don't have like a certain feeling towards Jasmine on another level. Mm-hmm. But is that fair or foul? Because a lot of uh, it's women that won't accept that at all. They wouldn't. They wouldn't accept it if they had no interest in the guy. But mm-hmm. the only way I think that's foul is if you know the person you're giving gifts to has a boyfriend or is married and you're still get that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but if your coworker is single and you give them gifts, I don't see how that can be construed as foul. You can just say, Hey, you know, there's nothing attached to it. I just got you this. Yeah. And if she's feeling it, then something might happen. But if not, Hey, you know, I tried. At least I know now. Patrice O'Neill had a great joke about how there should be a sexual harassment day one day a year at work because people flirt all day. Yes. But as soon as you make the next step forward, they act like, oh, my God, I can't believe you went there. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe you asked me out. Even though she's touching on you every day, hugging on you every day. So we need one day where we can figure out can I get some ass or not? Yeah. Like, can we date or not? Yeah. We need one day where we can figure that out and trouble. know for sure. Yeah. And not get in trouble for it. Yeah. So Valentine's Day should kind of be that day. We can shoot our shot, and if nothing happens, then so be it. Yeah. But we need to know. There's no harm after that. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm. But um, what I was saying, though, my point of saying that was, is it foul? Like, for me, you know, I'm married. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong on my part? Should my wife be mad if I give somebody a gift I work with? If I gave my wife a gift and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then I say, oh, I'm going to give some flowers to Jasmine. You know, just, you know, happy Valentine's type of thing. Like, yeah. would you be, as a girlfriend, would you be mad at that? Yeah, I think that's weird. Really? Yeah. Even, no, I think it, even, yeah, uh, just either ima- way, I think that's weird. Is just it? imagine if your boyfriend had like a, a relationship like me and you where it's just like best friends uh-huh. and he kind of like you know i'm a, i want to cheer her up man she you know she I like think in it your depends position she's been working hard you know a lot been going on let me cheer her up on this day because i think i mean i don't know if these two was dating but uh kanye west did that to keisha cole one time early on mm. he like sent her some um i want i don't know if it was valentine's day or just out the blue but he like sent her a bunch of flowers I don't think, I think that's weird on Valentine's Day. I think Valentine's Day is a known day for your significant other. So I think if you wanted to cheer up your friend, uh, there's any other day for you to do that. No, because, because, yeah, I was about to say a lot of people say Valentine's Day is for everybody, though. Mm -hmm. You got got your mother sending you stuff. You got, you know, family telling each other happy Valentine's Day because I, I always thought that was weird in the beginning. I thought it was just for lovers too. I I thought it was so weird when somebody told me um they mom they told their mom happy Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just nasty yeah, up until no. I up until I grew up and I'm like, okay, it's kinda one of those love holidays. Just I think love anybody. Family is different though. I think if you're married and you're giving somebody at work. Or even in a relationship. 
when that person, you know, got a girlfriend. If Ryan got a girlfriend mm-hmm. and he, you know, you know, he get he give you a Valentine's Day gift, say, here you go, here you go, you know, flowers and a gift card to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I think it's the, the severity of the gift in that aspect. Because if that person, like, yeah, I really don't think, like, it, marriage is different. If it's a girlfriend, then I can understand because it's like, it's just a friendly gesture. But if you married, I don't think you should be getting the severity of the gift that you're giving your friend shouldn't be, it shouldn't be anything that you would give. It shouldn't be equivalent to what you're giving your wife. But but see, I, I feel like that's the same thing as like Christmas because, you know, I would give you a Christmas gift. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And some people would say, no, you shouldn't be giving no other bitches gifts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless, unless I like gave you some lingerie on Valentine's Day. That's, you know, that's all... That's all, but people general generalize Valentine's Day as this, oh, everybody love everybody day. It's mm-hmm. not like strictly couples. So that's why I was wondering, like, what's is it fair to, you know, give somebody a Valentine's Day gift if you in a relationship? I think so. Um, let's be honest. You think it's fair or foul? I, I think it's fair. Okay. Because uh let's be honest, we talked about this before. Everybody has a work husband and work wife. <laughs> no, that's okay? the reason why. <laughs> you do. You do. You have your work husband and work wife. You have somebody <laughs> of the opposite sex that you're real cool with at work. And on Valentine's Day, especially if you know she ain't got no man and might not get a gift, <laughs> you want to make her feel good. You know, and you want to plant the seed that just in case things don't work out, you know, there there is an option number two. <laughs> But uh, I don't think it's foul. I, I would, to Jasmine's point, I do think it's weird if you spent more money on a friend than you did your girlfriend or wife. Yeah, yeah I'm not, I I'm think not saying that yeah. at all. Yeah, But yeah, if you weird. get it, like if I had a girl and got Jasmine a gift, I, I wouldn't think anything of it. And yeah. if my girl had a problem with it, I'd just... I won't say cuss her I about to say but slap like, her. I, no, I wouldn't be here. Come on, man, stop. But uh, I, I just tell her and then, you know, explain the situation. Be like, come on, that's a homie. You know, yeah. it ain't no line like that at all. So I, I feel like a girl wouldn't complain as much. So, like, say for instance, you you go all out on your girl. You give her a million different roses, like Kanye yes. did. You bring Kenny G in. <laughs> you do all this shit. You give her whatever you want, and then you get somebody your home girl like a. a a little tiny gift basket with yeah. some candy. Yeah, that's she shouldn't be like, oh no, why are you doing? That's not really a big deal. Exactly. You know what I mean, yeah. that's pocket change. Exactly. So yeah, I, yeah. It's all if you ain't blowing her dinner budget yeah. on a gift, then I don't see why she should, she should complain. Especially because women know they be flirty. My yeah. ex was a bartender. <laughs> I never asked her about work because I know she was flirting she with gotta, motherfuckers. She got to make her money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She had big ass titties. I know she had them out. <laughs> I know she had them out. I never asked anything about that because I'm like, look, that's work. Yeah. Okay. I don't want I don't her asking know. me about what yeah. I be saying at work either. <laughs> mm, so work, what do you be saying at work? Look, that's I, the thing. I, you know, I'll be talking crazy, but who cares? <laughs> it's uh, It's work. That's yeah. different. But when we come home, she all about me. I'm all about her, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I don't even, that work shit is just at work. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So I guess that wraps up our final edition of <laughs> what about now? We'll, we'll, we'll keep it up. We'll just need to reinvent what we talk about because we can't give updates no more. Yeah. <laughs> but in other news, 
and we'll kind of run this down because we are trying to make the podcast a little more compact now. Mm-hmm. Um, two men have been detained and breaking news just released in the Jesse Smollett uh, assault case. Breaking news? This yes. They, they were released just now, apparently. or it, it was reported that they were released. Oh. So um, this happened in Chicago. We, we went over the whole story already. Um, Jesse was supposedly assaulted by two men, uh, allegedly white men, who were racist, wearing MAGA, called, hats. wearing MAGA hats, saying this is MAGA country. Country. <laughs> this happened at 2 a.m. at the beginning of the polar vortex in Chicago, where it was like negative 29 degrees. Yeah. They apparently beat him and poured bleach on him and tied a noose around his neck. Hmm which he, for some reason, kept on until the police came. <laughs> so He kept the noose on? Yes. Yeah. He kept, I he missed said, that part of the story, I think. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what was one of the most suspect things to me when it came out. Because who? what black man just leaves a noose on his neck yeah. and says, I got to preserve the evidence for the cops? Yeah, no. Get the so fuck was out he like here. laying I he there just, with an orange just kind of... I, I guess he walked to the police station. With an orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought that. He just I, chilled out with a noose on his neck. Yeah, I thought that he would just said that they did it. I thought that was a part of the story. No. I didn't know that he... Actually kept the noose on. on. Yeah. So uh, that goes to uh, the whole, of course, people suspected this might be fake. And two men were arrested, two men from Nigeria. uh, (laughs) And one was a man from who was an extra on Empire. And they both had a relationship with Jesse. They were. Oh, like an intimate relationship? No, they, or well, just, they was they, cool. They they were cool. It okay. might have I don't know. They didn't okay. specify what kind of relationship. Okay. It, it could so, be yeah. they booty buddies. <laughs> but um uh so allegedly uh people are, are making all these claims talking about how Jesse made this up and set this up because he was going to be written out of the T V show Empire. And he did this to preserve his career. Now, the writers of Empire, who I didn't even know had a Twitter account. <laughs> it was literally Empire TV writers, <laughs> the account. A, a lot of accounts, I mean, a lot of the shows had that. Like, why? I don't know. SVU had that. SV, uh, Law and Order SVU writers. I never understood that. I followed it a long time ago, but I never understood that, man. Why? What do they have to say? <laughs> I don't know, man. That, that's people, weird. I could see that, though. Like, people, when they live tweet during, like, Insecure and stuff, people want to tweet the writers because they're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I don't know. But it's not like they're going to give up what's going to happen at the end of the season. I want some to of them probably writers. give, like, teases, yeah. you know? Oh, power writers can't <laughs> should be getting flamed left and right, <laughs> yeah. man. Y'all, they got a zillion followers yeah i don't know why empire who which has the most ridiculous storylines of any tv show oh yeah that's proud enough to actually have a twitter account but that's (laughs) beyond the point yeah the point is the t the twitter account for the empire writers tweeted that that was not true that they had no plans or ever discussed ever writing jesse off the show so the cops have doubled down on the fact that they have no evidence that this was a hoax yet but it is bringing up questions the fact that two people were might have been involved and they knew jesse and they were black Mm. 
So how do y'all feel about this turn of events? And do y'all still believe Jesse's story? Uh, uh, I'm honestly surprised that, well, not surprised, but I guess because of the severity of it, because of what he said happened to him, that's why we're still following it. Because normally stuff like this, you hear about it once, and then that's typically the end of the story. But because of, I guess, the severity of what's going on, I don't, I don't believe... I don't want to say I don't believe him because it was clear, obvious he was attacked, but I would just like the truth by now. Like, I don't understand what what's going on here. If it, if he's been lying, why is he is he that prideful that he has to keep it up for this long? Like, we tell us the truth. Well, he said he's a gay Tupac. Mm. So did he really you, say that? Yes, oh, he did. I thought you I were thought just joking. No. I thought you were saying that. He said he's a gay Tupac. What? He said he <laughs> fought back when they attacked him and he said, I'm the gay Tupac. What? You said that. What is this character on? Have you have y'all seen Empire? Yeah. I've seen bits and pieces of it. What, what is this character? He is Terrence Howard's gay son. Okay. Is he like a tough guy or no? no. <sighs> he, he's very In the talented. first he's episode, like... Terrence Howard put him in the trash because he was gay. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. so he, but he... So from him fighting back, he felt like he was the gay Tupac? Yes. i feel like yeah no there's too many holes in this story i'm just curious as to why if it's not true which it doesn't sound like it is why are we still holding on to it what's what's the point of still holding on to the lie uh because eventually the truth is going to come out yeah but it's a crime if you admit that it was fake oh so I, i wasn't aware of that i mean here's the thing he could have lied about the circumstances, but that doesn't mean that he set up him being beat up. Mm-hmm. People have suspected at the beginning that he got into a separate fight. And because of the circumstances surrounding the fight that might have been embarrassing for him. Yeah. He went ahead and said that it was a racist attack. That could be true. I don't know. Yeah. But it's looking like the evidence that this was a race based attack is falling apart at the seams. So, I wonder what he was doing. I don't know. Or what he was up to. Looking for a foot long. He was at Subway, <laughs> apparently. Um, other news real quick. Mystical, who has been in jail for like a year. That's somebody who should be canceled I, in yes. today's standards. I didn't, understand, I didn't even know that he was back in jail. I don't see how you catch two rape cases. He <laughs> caught a rape he, case right after he got yes. out of jail. And yes. caught another serious? one. Yeah. I didn't know he was back in jail, to be honest. Yeah, I thought he's been in was jail. Still walking the streets. Let me see how long he's been in jail for. He was accused of raping a woman in 2016. So he's been in jail for like two years, I believe. Um, He was held on $3 million bail, and he just had that posted. And it's being suspected that he was had that posted by his record label, and he will be releasing new music soon, probably. Mm-mm. But uh, yeah, I, I did know. not know that. So he, so he had to serve another year for rape. Yes, he he served all that prison time uh back in the early two thousands. That was because of a separate case. Then he got out and caught another rape case. So uh do we need new music from mystical people? We all still listening to him? I I, I didn't cancel him. Really? Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Are you I mean, look? Are you looking for new mu- music? Uh, look, I, here's a, I was very 
And uh, to not minimize the victims, of course, of domestic abuse and assault, et cetera, et cetera. I was a fan of Mystical before all that happened. I thought he was the most talented rapper out of uh, No Limit. And I enjoyed his solo projects, especially with Pharrell. So I was looking forward to his release and new music coming. And when it came, I thought it was disappointing. Mm. I don't think he really did anything, which was weird. He signed to Young Money and never dropped anything. That was around that time where everybody was signing to Young Money. Yes. I was disappointed because he was doing work with Manny Fresh at first. Yeah. That time he was in the car. Yes. With the the beat. Yeah. That shit was fire. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, a new mystical album going to come. It's going to be heat. Yeah. But uh, he did drop some like pop sounding songs, which weren't bad. He did like some jazz infusion pop stuff with some other artists, but I was waiting for the solo project never came. Then he went back to jail and now it's like, you know, he's still awaiting trial apparently. So, so he, uh, how he was in jail for how long too? Well, let, let me see how, cause I don't, I need to get, the because was right. he in jail all that time waiting on bail? Yes. But Man. I don't know exactly how long he was in jail. So, about, it was a long time. I forgot he was in jail. Yeah, no, he was in jail for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I remember he went right back to jail for the same shit. Uh, let's see, he was posted the bond, let loose, whatever. It's not saying all the facts in the story. It's a little fucking XL, double XL is trash. Yeah. But uh, whatever. Point being, um, I feel like I've done a shit job of <laughs> picking these stories because I have nothing to say about them. No, no, it's yeah, like okay, cool. no, it's crazy because uh, nobody, nobody talked about that about possibly uh, canceling him or yeah. the Me Too movement didn't come after him. That's true. But I then think, that was because he was already in jail. I think, yeah, I think he just fell under the radar because I told, I, I remember when he did go to jail. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, he he just got out of jail for that. And he went right back to jail for the same shit. But uh, I totally forgot he was in jail. <laughs> so when I seen he made Bond, I'm yep. like, what? What? Yeah. So yep. he was in there for like three years. I wonder who he's going to collaborate with. Like, who's going to release his music? Because Ooh, I think people going to be, be real, tough. real, yeah. real yeah. Uh, you know, cautious yeah. it's the not, way they moving. It's not going to be as bad as R. Kelly, but... It's gonna it's, be bad. It's gonna be yeah. It's yeah. gonna be pretty bad because you're gonna have people like J. Cole, Vic Mensa, yeah. like oh yeah, I don't support that. Mm-hmm. But um, he had some hits. <laughs> he did. So yeah, like I I'm mean, surprised that people somebody took a risk of this magnitude for him. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll see how that shakes out for a uh, mystical. Yeah. Other news. We talked about the uh, the Fortnite lawsuits coming. Uh, I believe Black Boy JB has filed suit. Mm-hmm. The first one to do so, I believe, was Alfonso Ribeiro, also known as Carlton on the hit TV show uh, Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. Um, now, a new development. He has been denied his copyright rights, his copyrights for the Carlton dance. They said, quote, it is a uh, it represents a single dance routine rather than a work of choreography that could be copyrighted. So he can't copyright it, which will likely mean that he can't sue Fortnite for the dance. But 
You will see. So what do y'all think so, about this? Is this a loss for black dancers? Uh, so can you you so you can copyright dances, right? You can, according to the terminology here, it said you can copyright a uh, if if it's a work of choreography. Okay. I don't know how that's different from a, a regular dance. Yeah. But for that reason, he could not. I guess you can if it's maybe it's something like what Michael Jackson did in concert. Yeah. You could probably copyright that, but if it's like a you know. Swinging it, yeah, yeah back and forth, yeah. Damn, man, that's I didn't even know. Crazy I, I didn't even know you could copyright a dance like that. Anyway, I didn't either. so I was interested to see if um, anybody will win this lawsuit. So um, it kind of sucked, man, because it's. I hate that you know these billion dollar companies or these companies make billions off of something. You did, and you get nothing for it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like they, you know, cut them a piece or they brought them in to do it to for the game or something mm-hmm. like that. Like he got nothing, <laughs> so it it kind of sucked for that. And I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. I I just didn't know you could sue for shit like this. Yeah, or copyright shit like this. So I mean, I don't know. I would be surprised if somebody copyrighted George Jefferson Walk. You know what I mean? Because all, all they got to do is somebody got to imitate that same walk. Yep. And his family be trying to, you know, get every penny you made from that walk. So, I don't know. It's I don't think, I think it's, um I think it's bad news for other people that's suing. Mm-hmm. Because if he didn't win this, yeah. I don't see how Black Boy JB will win it. Or, I don't know if they, they I don't think anybody won this because the, no. uh, what's the uh, Millie Rock guy? Yeah. He, uh, I think he's suing too. And the bigger and, issue, go ahead, Jasmine. No, I just think that, uh, that for, that's a wild restriction. I don't know where, has that always been something that they've gone by and, or where, I don't know where that came from. Like where, what they're going by as far as a dance work instead of choreography, like it's just a motion instead of choreography. Where like where are we getting this from? Why is this all of a sudden a thing, or has it always been in the guidelines or in a law of copyright when it comes to dancing? Since why are you know I don't I just don't understand how all of a sudden this can't be something that can be sued for because I would imagine that it can if that's what we as a culture and everyone in the world pretty much knows the dance for and mm-hmm. calls it that dance the Carlton dance. Because you got it from Carlton. I just don't understand how they're able to do it. My, how they're able to not reward him in some type of way. I, I don't know enough about, um, I guess, the laws that they're reading into. Or I don't know enough about the rules, I guess. Because I would imagine that you'd be able to do that. Because that's definitely going to mean that nobody else is going to get paid. Or nobody else is going to get you know rewarded in that aspect. Because no one's making up a, a dance routine. They're not using a whole dance routine. Yeah, my guess is, um, I guess you can copyright something like the Thriller dance when you when he doing the whole Thriller dance. Yeah, I guess maybe it's an argument that you can't copyright something like that because it's technically a video, and maybe you know they could do something like that. But if it's some type of simple snapping your finger a certain way and moving your arm, maybe that's. Not really. A, um, yeah. How, how can they prove you made that up? Exactly. So. That, he was mocking white people with that dance. <laughs> that's like a, the stereotypical white person dance. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> like that. Like that's, mm. that's the, Yeah, but I mean, 
Yeah. I want Yeah, it's it's interesting because um if he would have won this, it would have been I think it would have been crazy because you could probably get sued for chewing gum a certain way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm not I'm not really surprised he lost this, but I was kind of hoping he did win to kind of see, you know, the dom- the dom- dominoes fall. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I thought he was going to have a hard time just because he didn't own the character where the dance came from. And mm. I don't know. I I would assume he invented the dance himself, probably, because yeah. he is a dancer. Yeah. But he would have a hard time proving that it was his prop, his intellectual property because he did it while in character on somebody else's show. Yeah, through a whole nother exactly. company. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like uh, you, you can't just... If something, I'm trying to think of how is he gonna or how is he gonna plan? I mean, prove that he organically like started exactly, and it wasn't a creation of the show. The Carlton dance is named after the character. He is not Carlton. That is the name of a character he played on TV. Yeah, Yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of like copywriting a a catchphrase from Sanford and something. Exactly. Like how do you um, how do you know he invented uh, who he started that? It could have been a writer from the show or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, moving on real quick. Uh, not a whole lot left. Dame Dash apologized to Jay Z. I didn't see. I didn't see that video, but I read it on our rundown, and I thought that yeah. was interesting. I can pull it up. I thought yes, it was fake. <laughs> Is it? Nah, it's not fake. Nah. Uh, there's video evidence of it occurring. Um, like in person. Yes, it was like an interview that Dame Dash was he, doing. No, he wasn't in person with the people he was apologizing no, to. No, he oh. didn't like, oh, yeah, he didn't talk to Jay-Z and say, man, I'm sorry. Oh, this and this it was, was recent. an interview, yes. Okay. So let me pull it up real <laughs> quick. I have no beef with anybody. Pause. I'm looking past it. I hate when people so Jay-Z, if I offended you, right. I apologize. That's a New York thing. Leo Cohen, if I offended you, I apologize. Steve Stout, if I've offended you, I apologize. Just because you don't have the same morals and principles, it's cool. That's a sideways no apology. You got to see the way he's doing it, too. Yeah. I, I called Jim Jones today, and I was like, I miss him. I don't know y'all know it, but I miss him. As a brother, I love his family. I want, I want, I want him to be happy. And Jay, you know, the friendship we had was cool, man. I just oh, miss it. <laughs> but whatever he's doing, he's doing. But I'm cool with it, bro. I'm sorry, man. I, I wasn't myself for a second. Aliyah had me fucked up. Oh, and Biggs, <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. If I offended you, whatever you're doing, I'm with it. I love you, man. And I know you're mad at me, but whatever. I'm sorry. I can admit it. You know, when I make some money, I'll send you something. It's because you're my brother. I love your family. Is he Is he under the influence? Yeah, people were mad. I guess people were mad that they weren't invited to the Rock Nation brunch. <laughs> ah. he Dame Dash had all these years to apologize to Jay-Z. <laughs> and just after years of talking shit, even as recently couple as the Nick ago. Cannon yeah. podcast, yeah. Couple weeks ago. suddenly he's sorry that he's offended all these people. Yeah. Very curious. Also very curious that he is suddenly bringing up Aaliyah's name so That's much. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Is he under the influence it's, in this No, nah, I don't think so. I mean, he's, 
Yeah. I'm, who knows? The, even if he is, that's when the truth comes out. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I think his 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 tactics of late are odd to me. I wonder why suddenly he is apologetic and invoking Aaliyah's name so much yeah. when I I had never heard that be explained as a reason why he had beef with anybody ever before. So I don't know. Is is apologizing is is saying I'm sorry if I offended you? Is that? No. Kind of like a slap in the face. That's a side, that's a backwards ass apology. Yeah. I'm sorry if I offended you. Makes you seem like you're such a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if I hurt your little feeling, little bitch. Yeah. But yeah, that that's the the fakest apology. But later on, he did give like what seemed like a genuine apology to Jay Z in that clip. Yeah. So I don't just make of it. Um. Yeah. They were feeling left out from those yeah, videos. Those like brunch. excellent yep. videos. Meek Mill saw niggas risk it all yeah. <laughs> for a pick with Hove at the brunch. So yeah. maybe Dane wanted to risk it all. I think I think this relationship should have been fixed years ago. Yeah. Because um when uh when when did Jay Z leave Dane Dash? When did they split? That was probably like fifteen wow. years ago. Yeah, two thousand Seven was it seven? Well, wait, wait when they I'm first split, yeah. What uh, was his first album without Dane? Kingdom Come, Kingdom Come. So the uh black uh black album came out. I was in high school. I was I think I was like in tenth grade. That was like oh five. I want to say that was like oh five. This happened yeah around oh five I think. Okay. So, so that was about almost 15 years. 2006, I think, when Jay-Z departed. Okay. Yeah, I think I think this should have been happened. It, it was a couple times where I thought they would, I ain't, I ain't going to say they patched everything up and was good, but they did, they was around each other at one point, and they did dap each other up and took pictures, I think. Yep. So I think... I thought that should have been the moment where he said, hey, how you doing? You, I, I apologize, blah, 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 and squash everything. Mm-hmm. I think at that point, he shouldn't have brung up anything old or had some type of anger towards him. But, I mean, you can't tell nobody to get over something because Dame Dash, I mean, you could say everything kind of went down for him. I ain't going to say it went down because he was still good, but Jay-Z went up. He, you know, he evolved after Dane and mm-hmm. became more than music. So um, I kind of understand him being upset for so long, but I think that moment when he um, finally came face to face with Jay-Z, I think they should have, you know, I think he should have gave him that apology then and, you know, kind of squashed everything. But I guess it's better, better late than never. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Do you think Jay-Z's going to accept it? Over the yeah. if they have each other's number and they always talk about how they well Dame always speaks on how they have each other's number they can have those conversations you know off scene do you think that Jay Z wouldn't respect it more if Dame actually used the number that he always talks about mm, well and I since don't they know. talk you know since they do it's not like yeah. they don't talk to each other who Jay and Dame that's the way he that's what he alluded to on um Nick Cannon's interview that Uh-oh. they that they speak like they don't just not they're not on not speaking terms they talk about other things but it's not like a friendly type of situation okay i think um 
I, I think Jay Z is cooler than we all think. Yeah. Because Jay Z don't really say much. He don't mm-hmm. really joke around much. Mm-hmm. He don't do too many interviews. But I think he's cooler than what everybody thinks. I think he keep in touch with people we think he don't. Yeah. I think he keep in touch and uh, he keep in touch with uh, Memphis Bleed. That's his boy. Mm-hmm. I think he keep in touch with Freeway. I think he keep in touch with a lot of people we don't really, you know, see him it, around. Yeah. I think it's more of a behind the scenes thing. I don't think he put it all out in public like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm hitting my boy up or, you know. Yeah, I can I understand think, that. Yeah, I think um, if they didn't already, I think they will, you know, eventually, you know, have that conversation. Uh, hey, how you been? What, you know, have that long talk. Yeah. And just kind of, you know squash i guess kind of squash everything i don't think it will be you know rockefeller part two i don't think he gonna do any business you know with dame but i think they will be you know cool yeah i think yeah yeah i think they'd be cool i agree um i think hova forgives Mm -hmm. all who accept him into their lives yeah yeah like a gracious god mc that if he could if he could um forgive jim jones it's not even just that. Like, I, he's forgiven pretty much everybody he's had major beef with. Jazzo, who he came up with, who dissed him back in the day. Mm-hmm. They'd taken pictures recently. Yeah. Nas. Uh, Nas, of course, famously had beef with him, patched things up. Dame, they've at least on surface level patched things up. Jay-Z is not somebody who will just Looking for hold beef. grudges for no reason. Yeah. So I think he will entertain that, and there is... Uh, you know, likelihood that they will. I'm not to your point. I don't think they'll have a working relationship, but they will at least have a talking and being friends again, maybe relationship. Yeah, because especially when you get older, as they both have, you get you realize that you were on Life a lot is of too bullshit. Short. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You realize the good times, and you realize the reasons why you fell out was 99 percent bullshit. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot of pride and ego for no reason. It could have been handled better. Exactly. Jay Z probably like, oh, I maybe I should have said something. I could have handled the whole situation. Yeah, different. So yeah, I agree. So I'm there for that reunion. Maybe next He'd year's probably brunch. Probably be at the brunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah next, next so. year's brunch. Rock I think Nation the internet brunch. would break if if Dame Dash show up and at Jay-Z. the brunch and yeah. they and the whole Rockefeller is there. Yeah. The only person, <laughs> I mean, I think he'd be cool. I think Jay Z would be cool with this person, but. I don't think it ever happened. Um, Cameron, I think yeah. I think Cameron uh, Cameron said he don't have a problem with Jay Z, and he respect them and all that stuff. That's not gonna happen. He said he don't really. He said he really don't rock with Jay Z like that as a person. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't think that will ever happen. The Cam- Cameron, go ahead. Oh, and I was about to say the Jim Jones stuff makes sense because Jim Jones actually grew as a person. Yeah, yeah. he's not that wild person he was before, and he's still a hungry artist and <laughs> trying to make something shake yeah but camera i think he in the place where you know he he just you know he good he don't need jay-z yeah and i yeah he really don't care for jay-z <laughs> camera made some comments on instagram after this happened uh he said uh i've never been the can't beat him didn't join him type <laughs> <laughs> i'd rather work at jiffy lube did he say that about um jim jones or, uh, I don't know. He didn't specify who he said this about. This was yeah. recently? But or, yes, this is recently oh. posted on his Instagram after the Dame Dash apology. Mm-hmm. That I must, would, it must I would imagine that. that. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it must have been that. And I agree. Jim Cam- Jones been posted all, you know, all weekend yeah. <laughs> or yeah. before. 
risking it all. So yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think they're ever gonna make a uh, Welcome to New York City Part Two. I would love that, man. Oh, man that song right, is classic. Yeah, right now it probably I probably wouldn't care, but no, nah, because I wish I can't rap anymore. <laughs> uh. I still fuck with Cam, no, but I think. Um, I think they should have made more songs together, man. Oh, definitely. That that song is a classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the story behind the song, too. Yeah, but them going back and forth in the booth trying to top each other. Yeah, Joel's was supposed to be on the song, yeah. but he only got he only <laughs> wrote a little bit. Yeah, that one, he said that was his verse. Oh, damn. And uh, um, that's all he got because he was writing, but yep. them two was like going back and forth like a... Mm-hmm. <laughs> As Jim Jones said, it was like a boxing match, like Rocky <laughs> and whatever. Who do you who do you think got the best verse on that song? Oh man, <laughs> that's, I ha- even that's though a I'm a Jay stan, I got to give it to Cameron. Yeah, I was about to say it's literally a toss up. Whoever yep. you say, I can't. You know, I can't debate you on that. But my feeling. favorite, my favorite one was Cam. Man, me too. But they both was going in. But you know, at that time, I feel like Cam fit that beat perfect. That was yeah. a Cam beat. But um yeah, I I gotta give it to Cam. It was the gun line that got me. <laughs> Carry eight guns, two in the trunk, two in the waist, two in the ankle, two to just spank you. You can jam with the jammers, blam with the blamers. It's hot here. Ask Macy ran to Atlanta. That sealed the verse for me, man. Yeah. He, that that shit was wild. <laughs> so uh yeah, Jay Z's still the best rapper of all time, though. Yeah. Title sponsorship coming soon. Oh yeah. Anyway. Shout out to us on Spotify. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Follow the podcast on all streaming platforms except Title, but we're working on that. Yes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Um, let's go ahead and shout out our socials, any personal projects, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Figure what you up to, man. Um, nothing. I've been working with um, me and you. We've been working on the ESG uh, and Rocket Show. Yes, we got some. Um, is it big news? Big changes yeah, coming big changes. soon. What? Big uh, yeah, rebrand yeah, yeah, yeah. coming soon. Yeah, so. yep, yep. So um, we've been working on that. Um, outside of that, man, I just been chilling, man. I just been living life, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, follow me on everything at the Figgy Fig. Yes, Jasmine. Uh, I don't have much going on, but this episode was sponsored by Teach Craft. I'm sorry, Teach Laugh Craft. Make sure you follow Teach Laugh Craft on Instagram at Teach Laugh Craft and check out all things crafted, custom t-shirts, cups, and so much more at Teach Laugh Craft on Instagram. Christina will take care of you and tell her that the Gems and Juice podcast sent you. Yes. yes. Your wife should hire Jasmine to be your PR person. You should. Hey, we're, trying to, um, we're trying to brand that um, um, Teach Laugh Craft a little more, too. Yep. Trying to make it official 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 mm-hmm. you know business so uh we got some big things coming with that too yeah mm-hmm. let me know i agree yeah yeah so um what figgy said father esg and rocket show big changes coming soon uh stay tuned for that also um gems and juice we are trying new things we had a pre-show facebook live yes we got cameras set up uh, we tested. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna put this whole video up because I was fucking up. I didn't switch the camera like I should be when people were talking. Uh, but we're getting more used to it. We'll at least put more clips up, more content to post. Yes. So uh, it'll look better. Um, we're working on all that. We're all busy over here, but we're still trying to grind on the podcast. So stay mm-hmm. with us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bigger and better things coming soon. Always. 
And that's it. Follow us on all the platforms we already mentioned. You can check me out at Ryan, wait, the Ryan Rocket on Twitter, Ryan.rocket with two T's on Instagram. Check it out. Uh, and that is it. Real Anything quick. else? Yeah. Um, Jasmine, you won't be here next week. You will yeah. be out of town. Yes. Out yes. of town. So uh, have a safe trip. Thank have fun. You. Relax. Thanks. I don't know if you'll be able to relax. Yeah, no. It's not that type of party. <laughs> not that type of thing. Yeah, have fun. We'll have a um, special guest next week. Yeah. Fill in for Jazz. Yes. Hold, it, right. hold the house down. Might be a returning uh, guest who was recently. Oh, it will be a returning <laughs> guest. <laughs> we ain't bringing nobody in new. Yes, uh-huh. yes. We've done. Them days are over. Yeah. yeah. All you people asking to be on the podcast, nah. Send a resume and a <laughs> air check and we'll consider it. Yeah. But, uh <laughs> jimsandjuice at gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> So uh, check all that out. Um, anything else, y'all? Any other shout-outs we got to get in real quick? Um, Shout-out to um, Miss Ashley. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, shout this, to yeah. she leave? No, she is uh, Sleep. sleeping. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, she was falling asleep over here. She was oh, pretty lit, if y'all couldn't tell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, she the only she one? Went, she went out with her coworkers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. A pregame. I mean, a, what is it? A happy hour. Okay. Yeah. 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 Leave me alone. <laughs> say anything. Yeah, shout out Hi. to Ashley. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Ashley um, and everybody else. Everybody who everybody. likes the podcast, follows the podcast, listens to the podcast. Thank you all. And we will be back next week with a new episode, new edition, new things coming. Check us out. And that is it. Like us on Facebook because yes. we will be doing more um Pre-show? What do we yes. call it? The pre-show. The pre-show. Yeah. Okay. The pre-game. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. But we will be doing a pre-show where we just talk about random shit. Yeah. I think it worked out pretty well this time. So we're going to keep doing that. Check it out. And that's it. So, for my boy Figgy, for my girl, the lovely, dateless on Valentine's Day, but still, that's <laughs> cool. Oh, we man. still love her. <laughs> Shots fired. Hey, I'm dateless too, nigga. I'm a simp, <laughs> so I'm even worse. Uh, for Jasmine and for me, I am Ryan Rocket, and this is the Gems and Juice podcast, y'all. Peace.